is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show is live on your YouTube machine. Happy Monday. Uh, Reminder, a week from now, we'll be in Hawaii and you won't. Um, which means we won't be doing shows for the week of Thanksgiving. Probably should have flipped that in reverse order. Uh, the Monty Show, as always, is presented by the advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Speaking of Thanksgiving, become a hero of hope this Thanksgiving with the advocates and heroes of hope. Uh, if you have a dollar, five dollars, a million dollars, there is their Venmo address. On the screen, like over there, like Good over stuff. over there, yeah. uh, make sure that you uh, hit the advocates on Venmo. Advocates donations, advocates donations on Venmo. Every dollar goes directly to a family in need this Thanksgiving season. The Michigan cheating scandal certainly uh, has no needs because it is well fed these days, friends and. I think what we're figuring out now is that the messaging for Michigan is rather consistent. Uh, They roll Penn State this weekend, even though J.J. McCarthy's Heisman hopes died uh, as Michigan ran the football all over uh, the fighting Paternos at uh, Happy Ending Valley, um, which, of course, I'm going to say a thousand (laughs) times. And as Michigan heads to College Park to play Maryland this weekend, Uh, Jim Harbaugh may well be there, but I think the biggest question is, is Michigan America's team in what has to be one of the most incredible press conferences we have ever seen? Jim Harbaugh went on a rant of rants about his football club. The perseverance, you know, and then the just the stalwartness of these guys. I mean, yeah, Watson, I would have to say, I mean, everybody. It's got to be America's team. It's got to be America's team. You know, America America loves a team that, that uh, you know, beats the odds, beats the adversity, you know, overcomes what the naysayers and, you know, critics, so-called experts think. Um, that's my favorite kind of team. And, yeah, watching it from, from that view on the television, I, it was – Finally, people get to see what I see every day. I'm sorry, overcomes the odds, adversity, um, all of this, you know, just unbelievable, unbelievable tragedies that have happened in the program, you know, and and I don't know how you explain it. Okay, I just lied. I explain it because, well, you got caught cheating multiple times. So I love this messaging that somehow Michigan is overcoming the odds. Michigan, with all of this adversity that we have rained down on ourselves by blowing our feet off during the COVID dark period and having hamburgers with recruits allegedly and watching workouts on Zoom and, uh, you know, overworking our coaches and then not being honest with or cooperating with the NCAA Committee on Infractions. I mean, that's why Jim Harbaugh took a three-game self-imposed rip earlier in the season, right? Because remember, this isn't the first game he missed this year. He missed three games earlier. So this is the fourth game that that good old Jimbo, the victim, 
has missed this season for Michigan, and I am amazed by it. I am amazed at the level of just a lack of empathy, a lack of awareness, and maybe maybe it's just over-the-top awareness of just how guilty Michigan looks that Jim Harbaugh today sat in front of the assembled media in Ann Arbor and called his team a victim, and they, they have overcome adversity. and be America's team. This is one of the most ridiculous things that I have ever heard. In any way, shape, or form, Jake, is Michigan America's team? There is no way Michigan is America's team. And and this is, again, you know, just more of the same material we've been getting out of Michigan for the last week. And, uh, you know, ever since the suspension was, was sort of hinted at, even before it got announced, you know, even just the thought of there being a suspension of Jim Harbaugh absolutely triggered all the Michigan defenders, all the Jawan Howards and the Charles Woodsons and the Twitter tough guys. And, you know, all those people, Michigan's faithful, were all triggered and led by their hero of America's team, Jim Harbaugh. And it's been nothing short of sensational. Everything from we're a victim to, oh my God, you can't punish Jim for something that the school did, even though they're punishing the school by punishing Jim. Like, it's as if Michigan fan and Michigan themselves are living in some fantasy land. So the idea that Jim Harbaugh today stood up on the dais and tried to sell us a package about how Michigan is America's team couldn't be any farther from the truth. America and the American dream was not founded on, you know, uh, a, a philosophy of, yeah, let's cheat, lie, and pretend to be a victim to get everything that we could want, to get every type of advantage on our adversity, as Jim calls it. That's not what the American dream is. The American dream is, hey, we've got something in front of us, a challenge in front of us, which in this case, because it's football, would be a national championship and the path to it. And every other program in the country is busy, you know, working their ass off in a fair way to try to get that job done. You know, Nick Saban's got to play Georgia in the, you know, SEC championship game in a fair way. So I don't really appreciate Jim coming out here and being like, yeah, this is, you know, America's team because we've been through so much adversity and our program's just been ripped to shreds. I got news for you. Got news for you, Jim. Your program hasn't been ripped to shreds. And there are loads of evidence showing what you knew and what you didn't know and what you did and what you didn't do. So it's not anyone's opinion on what's going on here. It's what the evidence says. And it's just amazing to me that Jim Harbaugh would characterize this situation as victimhood because it's not, and I'm tired of hearing about it. It's not victimhood. If you really wanted to be America's team, you would be accountable. You would say, hey, you know what? You know, they've got a case against us, and and we just got to deal with that. But I'm focused on football. That's what I'd be hearing. Not, oh, my God, we're victims. You know, can't believe I had to watch this, you know, uh, uh, Penn State game from wherever you watched it from on the tube. Amazing. As if you're some, as if, as if your punishment was, yeah, go out to pasture and work a farm all day. You know, go into a mine and try to put food on your family's table. That's what is just incredible to me as to why he's characterizing it like this. Cause it's just not true. Yeah. I think it's completely tone deaf and it, and I, I, 
it, it's one of the, and maybe the single greatest press conference we have ever seen. I mean, it's nothing short of I a mean, political campaign at this point. It I mean, is, honestly. It is remarkable. Oh, but did you think that was all that Jim wait, Harbaugh said more. today? No, no, friends. Uh, Jim Harbaugh stood up in front of America and said he was robbed of due process. I'm going to talk on uh, Friday. Um, you know, just looking, just looking for uh, for that opportunity. You know, due process. Uh, not looking for special treatment. Not looking for a popularity contest. Just looking for the merit of uh, what the case is. You know, I senior in high school I had a civics class, and talked about government, justice, and what I took away from that class was that you're innocent until proven guilty. That was 40 years ago, but um, like that opportunity. Listen to this so, guy. You forgot truth, justice in the American way. You just tried to say truth, justice in the American way, and you couldn't come up with it. Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Because nobody took due process from you, Jim. And I think this is the part of this conversation that is wild to me. He stands up there and he says that he wants to be judged on the merits of the case, on the evidence of the case. The evidence of the case does not support you, Jimmy. Fine Steeler guy. Right, like, it, 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 I got news for you, Jimmy. The evidence says you did this. Oh, but Monty, today on Twitter, I had a 20, 30 people. He didn't know. How can he be suspended? Via social media. Well, if you read the letter and the, the, uh, the actual suspension text that was sent to Michigan, Jim Harbaugh wasn't suspended. Michigan was punished by the suspension of their head football coach. Who is Jim Harbaugh? And again, I say, this isn't the first time he's been suspended this year. You understand. If this three-game suspension holds, Jim Harbaugh will have missed six games this season based on his action and the actions of his football staff. Because it's illegal. This is not accidental. This is not a lack of due process. To have a lack of due process, you must have the absence of any, and I mean any evidence and any preliminary hearings. Neither one of those is true. There is a mountain of evidence that Michigan football cheated when it sent scouts to other buildings. Advanced scouting while videotaping sidelines is wholly prohibited in the NCAA guidebook. And the Big Ten Conference let it be known that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan football got caught because Michigan has seen the video evidence they have worked in concert with the NCAA to share information, which was also shared with Michigan. And how do we know that? Because the, the NCAA and Michigan talked, and Michigan gave the NCAA permission to share information with the Big Ten. So this whole idea that due process was taken from Jim, and he just wants to be judged on the merits of the evidence, is complete and other bullshit. Because if he is judged on the merits of the evidence, Jim Harbaugh will not just miss three games. 
Jim Harbaugh will be out for probably the entirety of next season should he remain the head coach at Michigan football. And again, I ask you, if Jim Harbaugh is this guy that coaches stood on the field and cried about, oh, Jimmy, I miss you, Jimmy. If that's who Jim Harbaugh is, why is there no contract extension? Where's the great contract extension we've been hearing about? How come Um, that deal has not been signed, sealed, and delivered and put up on billboards across America that the great victim, the ultimate injustice, the suspension of Jim Harbaugh, where due process was absence, and it was a witch hunt? Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Oh, that's right. They're not going to extend him because they know he's got not one, not two, but three massive investigations. I'm the real. Working against him at Michigan football. He's got the COVID dark period investigation, which many people think is over. My friends, it's not close to over. The NCAA laughed at Jim Harbaugh's settlement agreement where they said, oh, we'll take four games. No, you won't. So he gave himself three to try and offset. Then you have the FBI who is investigating Matt Weiss, the former offensive coordinator for crimes committed using Michigan computers while he was the offensive coordinator at Michigan football. Um, And now you have the single largest sign stealing guy, cheater guy investigation we've ever seen. Sign stealer guy. In college football. All of them were on Jim Harbaugh's watch. So if we're going to sit here and we're going to call Jim Harbaugh the single greatest victim, should we at least expose the truth where Jim Harbaugh says he found out about his suspension on social media. Just somebody showed me their phone. So via social media or the Big Ten contacted you? Uh, via social media. Like, uh, yeah, via social media. Did you expect to hear from the Big Ten, though? I mean, did that catch you off guard that you're reading about it on social media? Uh, Ward, Ward was pretty, pretty upset. He was on the plane, too. Um, and he was pretty upset that he, he heard it through social media and not through, through the office. That I can tell you from people we've spoken to is completely false. Michigan, the Big Ten, and the NCAA were in contact all day on Thursday and all day on Friday. Part of this was Michigan waited until the 47th and 47th hour and 59th second to return their response, which had to be returned in 48 hours. That was a big part of it. Number two, the Big Ten, who I know completely robbed Jim of all due process here. An innocent man is being victimized. Uh, They went through so much effort to deliver due process They were talking to the NCAA. Then after that, they were talking to Michigan and Ward Manuel, who says he didn't find out until he was on the plane on social media, which is completely false. Because as we told you Friday, Friday morning, the Big Ten let Michigan know, hey, a suspension is coming. We are working with the NCAA on the exact details of that. So it's not true that Jim Harbaugh found out, at least from our information, that Jim Harbaugh found out on the plane when somebody showed him a phone. That on social media, I found out. Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. Jim Harbaugh was well aware 
on Friday morning that he was going to be suspended. He did not know three games, but he certainly knew he was not going to be eligible to coach the Penn State game. And if you want further evidence of that, did you read the 10-page response? Do you think that happened in five minutes? Did the court filing where they reached out to a Michigan booster who's a judge? Do you think that happened in five minutes? Oh, whoa, Jimmy got suspended. Better call our biggest booster on the bench. (laughs) They knew it was coming. They had a response written. They had the, the draft written for the temporary restraining order. They knew exactly what judge they were gonna go to who kicked it to another judge that was on duty. And now they have a hearing scheduled for next Friday. So the idea that Michigan was victimized and they just didn't have the time to get a TRO to save Jim Harbaugh before the kickoff of the Penn State game is more utter bullshit from Michigan. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. It's just not true. And so we go through these processes and I love that people are like, oh, Monty, the Michigan message boards. Here's the final salvo in the, the, I don't even know. Should we just call it the the BS, the BS militia? Oh my God, Michigan is so upset. They're leaving the Big Ten. <laughs> Let me, so the, the first idiocy I heard about this on Saturday was, oh, they're 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 already talking to Brett Yormark about membership in the in the Big Twelve. Michigan's coming to the truck stop conference by flying over. (laughs) They're they're flying over the other flyover conferences to come to the Big 12. Let me get this right. You're making, by some reports, you're going to make close to $160 million a year in the Big 10 if you're Michigan. So you're going to step down to like $40 million? And I just want to make... Because, Jim, I know you're a victim, and we robbed you of due process and all it's that stuff. It's stalwartness. It's worth, so you're saying it's worth, at a minimum, $115 million. Because due process to you is worth $115 million. So we're just going to step down financially to the Big 12, where we have all these truck stops and stuff in the conference. And you're going to get you're going to just give away $110 million a year. That'd be America's team. That's never happening ever oh but monty they'll go to the sec here's the other well they'll go to the sec okay so but asking for a friend asking for a friend so if the tv deal in the sec is around 50 million dollars so instead of 115 you're just going to give away 100 million now okay way more way more logical you're going to walk away from a okay cool I was really. It makes perfect sense. I was worried that Connor Stallions wouldn't have the budget to go steal those. You're not walking away from a hundred million dollars. You're you're not. Stop it. Stop with this. Oh my God, the message boards are. Somebody sent me a message on Saturday on Twitter. The message boards are on fire. Ward Manual is in Dallas meeting with the Big 12. That's funny. <laughs> you know, and I, I, don't, I don't know. I, and listen, right, right. I'm not saying that he, that he doesn't have a time machine. I'm not saying that, okay? But he, he was on the plane 
when he found out Friday afternoon on social media, let me show you the phone. Um, I'm going to say he wasn't in Dallas on Saturday. I'm mm. going to guess he was in the land of the Sandusky and the Happy Valley endings where Michigan was running all over, you know, the fighting Paternos. <coughs> he was at Ward Manuals in Dallas already meeting with it's done why would brett yormark want anything to do with this slick let me get this right he won't take oregon state and washington state hey but he's gonna take michigan and their three massive scandals okay that makes a lot of sense dude and michigan's gonna walk away from 115 million dollars we're in a control position i mean listen we've I, we're Wolverines. We've got wings on our helmets and stuff. Like, right. what's 115 milli to us? Got to be America's team. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, it, do you guys know? Oh, message money. Hey, fat ass, message boards are on fire over there in Michigan. Via social media. They're going to the Big 12 Ward Manuals in Dallas right now. <laughs> you kidding me? We're not going to stand for this lack of due process. So-called experts. Yeah, four more years, bro. <laughs> It doesn't what? get any more red, white, and blue than that. Oh my God. I don't dude. even know what you oh just I'm begging you. Before you DM me, please. Before you hit send, you're like, all right, I'm Dallas in Dallas. Before you hit send, will you just just be like, okay. Monty. I just wrote a DM off of a Michigan message board that's never right about anything. Um, and look, I know up in Michigan that they have Wolverines that they're they've like got a, a deadbolt locked on to see what I did there. Right, anyway, the point right, is, right. I know that they're reporting that Ward Manual is in Dallas. But can you just take a breath before you send that? No. I I don't I don't have a shovel big enough to dig out of that uh a lot pile of manure. Like I don't I can't. I won't. It's think about that. Michigan's going to the Big 12 Ward Manual on a game day in Pennsylvania is in Dallas meeting with Brett Yormark on a Saturday. With no notice, Brett Yormark's like, yeah, come on down to the ranch. Dude, I got some sun tea. You know, Mrs. Yormark's got some sun tea on the patio. We're ready for you, Ward. Pack this thing up. We're out of here. And he can't meet at the Omni Hotel because we all know Dallas is SEC country. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's going to take some time to find a meet. He was not there. You guys Be stop. Be better, dude. Stop. Like, and I'm trying not to laugh at you. No redos. And so, like, Michigan fan that keeps coming at us in the comments section about due process. This is, we need to talk about this. What due process? See, you were tweeting today. You, you, you were retweeting one of these hacks on Twitter. And you're like, can someone explain to me what due process exactly have you been robbed of? I'm still waiting for the clinical explanation of what due process Michigan and company have not been given. That's all I'm trying to understand. What if what what is what have you not received, man? And Harry on Twitter 
right? Harry, and I think it's Harry, our guy, Harry Austin on Twitter. Uh Uh-huh. You asked about due process. The Big Ten admitted they do not have the evidence of the head coach. I get that they had a discussion with the NCAA, but that is separate separate investigation. No, no, it's not, actually. Why are they talking to the NCAA about the Jim Harbaugh situation? See, because it's a violation of the sportsmanship clause. That's what they're using. And we've shown you on the show absolutely a violation of the sportsmanship clause to be sign stealer guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and so, you know, when, stealer when, guy. when it is a hardcore lack of, of, and, and I can't find the graphic, of course. Yeah. Lack of institutional control. But when it is a, in it, that's clearly what it is. Yeah. It is a hardcore <clears throat> Lack of institutional control. Yeah, you're not, you you don't get the, you don't, you're not afforded the opportunity to say, oh yeah, I didn't know. No, no way I knew. And that makes me innocent and I should be on the sideline for Penn State and furthermore. So when you say that's a separate investigation, the reason that Michigan was talking to the NCAA, the NCAA had gotten permission from Michigan to give the Big Ten all the evidence they had on the, the sign stealing investigation. So they, we know on the record, they provided the big 10 with video of people in the exact seats on the exact dates of the tickets that Connor Stallions bought. Right? So they saw the video. They saw the people in the seats pointing their phones at the sideline. They know based on testimony of people who took part, that video went to the cloud, like they're sharing information. The reason they're talking to the NCAA and vice versa is they have information that's now in one pot. So what they were doing was, hey, here's this. What do you think of that? Here's how we found it. This is what, okay. Hey, Michigan, just want to let you know, we're still talking to the NCAA. They're telling us X, Y, and Z. So on Friday, from from what our sources told us, Friday morning, The NCAA and the Big Ten were talking. The Big Ten told Michigan Friday morning, there's going to be a suspension. We'll have details for you as soon as possible. And they kept going back and forth on evidence. So the idea, and Harry also says the Big Ten can suspend, and they did. But the question was about due process, which one would argue, one could argue they did not. In what form did Michigan's due process get robbed from them? How did the NCAA breach due process with Michigan when they talked to all parties involved? They looked at all the available evidence. They punished Michigan by suspending their head coach. So in no way, shape, or form did they say to Michigan, hey, we're suspending Jim Harbaugh for his actions. They said, we're suspending your football coach for your actions, which are not in question. I would also remind you Michigan's never denied the sign-stealing operation. Which the Big Ten pointed out in its reason, partial reason as to why you got a suspension. So, when here it is right here. When you look at this right here, here is the um, responsibility and accountability portion of the and the Big Ten rulebook. For the actions of its employees, coaches, student-athletes, band, spirit squad, mascot, general student body, and any other individual or group of individuals 
over whom or which it maintains some level of authority. Okay, well, but that doesn't mean he has the, and, and here's the part that I love. Oh, Tony Petiti doesn't have the authority. Well, actually he does. <laughs> the top line, the commissioner shall have the exclusive authority to determine whether an offensive action as contemplated in agreement 10.1 above has been committed by anyone referenced in 10.1 above. And then if you if you look at the bottom, in the event the commissioner determines that an offensive action has occurred, the commissioner shall have the authority to, there's that word authority, to impose any disciplinary action in response to the offensive action subject to the provision 10.331 below. So okay, but Monty, he he suspended him three games. What do you mean? He uh, can't do that. Well, by the rule book of the Big Ten, Tony Petiti can, without anybody's permission, suspend anybody two games and fine him ten thousand dollars. He suspended him three games, which means he had to go to the Big Ten Board of Presidents, which is a small group of presidents in the Big Ten who has to approve the discipline. Which, oh. which we are told they roundly did. So, so what I'm asking mean? again, where's the dis where's the the lack of due process? Because I don't see it. Would love for someone to explain it to me. Like I don't get it. I don't understand. What what are we missing? I don't get it. And again, I'm just telling you, there's no way, shape, or form that Michigan is leaving the the Big Ten. That is never going to happen. That is just simply not an option. And the next time you criticize a conference for taking the TV money, remember this, because this is precisely why you always take the TV money. Because if they were only making $40 million per year of school, then the Michigan leaving the conference thing would have legs. But since you're making 100 million a year, yeah, it doesn't have any legs. They're not going anywhere. Nick McNaughton. Man, this is clickbait. Almost has you at a thousand people watching. How is it clickbait? Uh, fact of the matter is the investigation isn't over. The NCAA investigation isn't over. What's that got to do with the Big Ten disciplining Michigan? Again, is what it, are we confused about? Is it and guy? I'm I'm gonna assume you're a Michigan fan. Um, does it not register with Michigan fans? The NCAA and the Big Ten are two separate individual organizations. And the Big Ten, through its rule book that was ratified by all of its members, including Michigan, who hasn't left for the truck stop conference yet, to my knowledge, um, agreed to the rules of the, the Big Ten handbook. So when you say that the investigation's not over, I'm confused by that because the Big Ten, nowhere in the, in the, the handbook does it say the Big Ten has to wait for the NCAA because it has overwhelming evidence that Michigan participated in a sign ceiling operation. So again, Mike McNaughton, I'm asking you directly, Mike McNaughton, Mr. Hey, man, this clickbait almost has you over a thousand people watching. So go ahead and again, tell me, A, how is this clickbait? And B, what does it matter that the NCAA investigation isn't over? And by the way, if Michigan fan found Ohio State doing what Michigan did, you guys would want you'd want to take an axe to their the throat of their program. You want it both ways. You agreed to the book, and now you're crying a river about being disciplined by the very rules that you agreed to. So I'm just asking Nick McNaughton, how how is how is how is the investigation not over? Um, 
Con- yeah, I think I think. By the you way, do you think that investigation? Do you think that investigation that you're saying isn't over is going to lead to good things for you and your program? I mean, Jim, do you guys understand that Jim Harbaugh is at this moment suspended for six games of this season? Three of it self-imposed. So he admitted what he did during the COVID period. The coronavirus. Like you're you're suspended six games of a season and you're trying to cry foul. For a guy who has won one bowl game, I think, and has no natties. Man. What are we doing? And we haven't even gotten close to anything with the FBI yet. So great. The Big Ten's investigation's over. The NCAA investigation's not over, and we don't know what the FBI is doing with Matt Weiss. I mean, did you really think the Big Ten wasn't going to protect the integrity of the game? And the other question I have is, you don't even know what Matt Weiss is being investigated for by the FBI. Has nobody thought? I think everybody thinks that Matt Weiss was like out stealing somebody's crypto. Has anybody thought that maybe he was trying to, I mean, what if it was cyber security breaches where he was trying to get into other teams' computers? Um, what if it was Michigan football related and he was committing crimes because allegedly they're investigating computer crimes across state lines with multiple victims? So what if it what if it's football related? Has anybody has that even sunk in to your wing T brains that Michigan it's like these are small little petty issues. You know, that FBI investigation might be coming for that ass. Has anybody has anybody thought about that? Because I don't think Michigan fan has even contemplated that. You're saying right? like I, I'm saying. I'm just curious about it. I'm I'm just curious about it. Has Nick McNaughton answered our pleas for and and Nick, I'd really like you, Nick McNaughton. I'd really like you to educate me. Please, I, I know I don't know a thing, and I have no grasp on reality. And as everybody on Twitter, the Michigan fans today said, I just hate Jim Harbaugh and I just hate Michigan, which isn't true. I hate cheaters. Um, Fine, Steeler guy. I'm hoping you're gonna you just inflict awesome amounts of education on me. Yeah, but I see that you haven't responded. So I'm guessing, oh, here we go. Okay. If the coordinators knew they should be done, but we don't know yet. Oh, okay. So if the coordinators knew, let me let me get this right. You're saying if the coordinators knew about Connor Stallions, they should be fired, but Jim should not. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and I'm, I don't know you, Nick McNaughton, from Jesus Christ. I don't know who you are. Do you have no idea what the NCAA rulebook says? It does not matter if Jim Harbaugh knew or didn't know. He should have known because it is his responsibility. God bless. He's the head coach. Crying, crying foul by saying, oh, you can't fire me. I had no idea. Okay, you didn't know? Okay, I'm going to fire you because, yeah, you're not doing your job. You know, you're not watching over, you're not watching over your staff, the actions of, and I would also remind you institutional control is the gold standard when it comes to NCAA investigations. So it doesn't matter about the, at the coordinator level, because they won't be there because Jim Harbaugh's, I think probably going to resign, which is no contract extension. I think he's going to go back 
to wherever he came from, be it the NFL or somewhere else, I have no idea. And Michigan's going to, they're going to, do you understand they're going to drop, not a hammer, but the biggest gun safe you can get your hands on, a Brinks truck, a vault. I, I don't even know the biggest, heaviest thing you can think of right on top of Michigan. I'm Shiva, the god of death. Because Jim Harbaugh is going to quit and leave them holding the bag, dude. And by the way, you're burying yourself. You're proving our point with your comment, right? Like, again, lack of institutional control. You're fired. Cool. Doesn't matter what the coordinators knew. When Buddy's standing next to you in pictures on the sideline, I'm pretty damn sure you know who he was. Pretty sure you know who dude in the red circle is. And again, there's a video on my on my Twitter feed today where Connor Stallions says the words, what most people believe is edge pressure. Jim Harbaugh is literally standing there like this, looking right at Connor Stallions, who's looking at the sign. We've seen the other side of the video. The sign comes in, and he starts yelling edge pressure. Jim puts his headphones back on, puts the mic down, and says edge pressure, edge pressure. Um. Jim didn't know. The the assistants didn't know. The players didn't know. Come on, man. At what point do you give up the ghost of this? Got to be America's team. At what point do you give up the ghost of this fight? I don't know. Uh, Joe Boo for two dollars. It's going to be Weiss. That's truly knee. That truly kneecaps Michigan. I, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. Michael Jarrett. How's Quorum not under investigation under LLC if all facts which seem to line in its truth? I don't know why you're yelling. Uh, where is it that, where is that at, especially when it's everywhere? Well, and where's your attorney? Because Blake Quorum, what's being referenced is? Blake Quorum's name appears on a LLC filing in Wyoming. Montana? Wyoming. Wyoming. And According to the law of Wyoming and every other jurisdiction I'm aware of, frankly, mm -hmm. if you forge somebody's name and his name is listed there, Connor Stallion's signature is there, and there is a box that is checked that says, hey, you acknowledge all of these people and all of the information you provided in this affidavit is true. He checked that box and signed it with, with the name of their LLC and Blake Corum. So my question is, if, as Blake said, his lawyer's on it, bro, if he's on it, mm -hmm. and it truly is, and here it is right here, by the way, um, if, if it truly is your name right there, Blake Corum organizer, and you say your attorney's on it, how come Connor Stallions has not been brought up on charges of forgery and, and wire fraud? Backings are my thing. Because Blake Corum stood in front of an assembled media like a dumbass and talked <laughs> openly about it the other day. Uh-huh. Last week. And your name is right here. Blake Corum, organizer. And so you said you had no knowledge of this and you were just so thankful. Just so thankful. Threw up the 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 prayer, the prayer sign. And said thank you to the person who found this and saved me. A contract sort of surfaced on social media tonight mm -hmm. that's linking you with Connor is what what yeah. 
I know exactly what you're talking about. My first time hearing it was when I went out to practice. And uh, first of all, I have no businesses with him. I don't have any business with Con or anything like that. Uh, but I'm glad whoever found it, whoever uh, was searching the web, was able to find that. I appreciate you. Uh, my attorneys are on it. You know. My attorneys are on it. Where are the charges? It's a federal crime. What Connor Stallions did there. Your, are your attorneys on it? Oh, maybe they're not on it because you're on it. Oh, right. And, and the HOA, I'm going to guess the HOA is still pissed about all the vacuums on Connor Stallion's porch that they sued him over, which is where this all came out of. So you can't have it both ways, Michigan fan. And if you, if you again are just tuning in, Michigan, and this is all about message boards, which is the part that just blows my mind. It's incredible. That people continue to take what any Wolverine message board says to be truth. Including Michigan's own lawyers. Yes. Who, <laughs> no, I'm not getting back in. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's lawyers. I think you guys probably are aware. Of uh, Jim Harbaugh's lawyers last So-called year. experts. Michigan, MGO blog, MGO blog. Right. This is this is right off of a blog post. Wow. I mean, that's really well written. That's amazing. And oh, hey, look at that. The exact same thing, word for word, in Jim Harbaugh's lawyer's response. Word for word for word and word and word. Wow. Jim's got some really. Lazy attorneys, apparently. What the fuck are you, Ranger Rick? Did you think they wouldn't find out? Come on, guy. Come on. Less of us, more of you. And Michigan fan, you're completely welcome to be here. Love you guys. I love the battle, dude. But you won't answer the question. Still. Why have you not denied it? Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. Why haven't you denied it? That's all I'm asking you. McNutton or Nick McNaughton. McNutton. <laughs> hey, what you do in your personal time is not a Mick, Nick McNaughton or whatever his name is. Nick, why haven't you denied cheating? You know, like Jamie on Twitter today, we don't have to justify it to you. Ah, because you can't justify the fact that Michigan has never denied this happened. My bad. Now, I mean, not a single time if they said, we didn't do this. Never denied it. All Michigan has done is attack the Big Ten. All Michigan has done is attack its fellow Big Ten members. All Michigan has done is said, due process, due process, due process. But you can't explain why you haven't denied it and what due process you were robbed of. Me? I'm just asking, again, for a friend. I probably should not take this buckshot because <laughs> if we're being honest, pause, I, bro, pause. I feel like I have some pretty good mental clarity. Here, you take mine. You take mine. Oh, you got it. Let's Bro, go, I baby. I live. Let's go. Tomorrow, 50% off buckedup.com. Make sure you go and register for the sale today at buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty. Load up your shopping carts because tomorrow, one day event, Black Friday comes early at buckedup.com. 50% off of all their supplements. You know that they are world renowned for their pre workouts. You know that this, this product right here is one of the hottest products in the fitness world. It is buckshot. It is your energy shot. And I love all the people who are like, oh, man, I wish I'd found this earlier. I'm, you know, the five-hour energy 
Five-hour energy, everybody who tries Buckshot after being a five-hour energy user is like, I can't believe how bad five-hour energy is. Because it's garbage. Because this stuff is naturally sourced caffeine, 200 milligrams. So there are no spikes. There are no bombs. And it tastes amazing. Cheers to you, my friends. Go get six free Buckshots right now in the description below. Um, and then don't forget tomorrow... 50% off at buckedup.com. You must pre-register for their sale, which you can do at buckedup.com. It's that simple. You want to buy something uh, and you don't want to wait, make sure you get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. All right, let's get your thoughts in here. Appreciate everybody contributing today. Brandon Butler, a member of the show for 10 months. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Brandon. Did you say sign, stealed, and delivered? The, the, the sign, See what he stealed. did there, dude? I believe sign, it would be stealer guy. stole it and delivered. Sign, stole, and... Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Uh, look at that, Aztec Glenn. <laughs> Brady Hoke is gone. Glenn. Not a new beginning, sir. It's a good day for you. Leave the Big Ten. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh can, quote, crawl to San Diego State on broken glass. Psst. There's a newly opened head coaching position at San Diego State as of today. Imagine the merged possibilities. <laughs> Can you imagine the pro rata you deserve hiring Jim Harbaugh? Dude. Oh, my Keep God. Keep it real. Bro. That would be amazing. J-Rod for $10. When facts are not on your side, argue the process. Totally agree. Facts, dude. LB Seminole, a member for eight months. Let's go, baby. Let's go, LB Seminole. Good to see you. Ryan Willie for $5. In my opinion, Harbaugh is a bad liar. Michigan only made the threat of leaving the Big Ten was to get the commish to rescind the penalty, which he has not. And he's not going to. And I give Tony Petiti a lot of credit because Michigan and Michigan fan, and I think we all know the Michigan fan base is tremendous. Uh, it is massive. There is a ton of Michigan fans, and they're all passionate. They all love their Wolverines. And they have all come down on Tony Petiti, even though Michigan's never denied doing this. Even though Tony Petiti is perfectly within his, his scope of authority in suspending Jim Harbaugh for three games. They've all come down on him. Oh, you're terrible. You're Okay. Let's see what a judge says on Friday. I think it's going to be very interesting to see what this judge does. Because if the judge was immediately going to grant the TRO, she would have done that already. Best. But instead, schedule the meeting, and I don't under or a hearing. I don't understand why the hearing is not until Friday. I am surprised it was not Wednesday, and maybe there's calendar issues. I don't know. Michigan's got another trip on Friday, which makes it highly improbable. Jim Harbaugh coaches Saturday in in College Park, Maryland. Some shit happened because I have to think. Well, you're getting due process, so you know you can't be mad. It's kind of crazy it's Friday and and not sooner, but, you know, who knows? Uh, Aaron Wilson gifted one Monty Show membership. Appreciate you, Aaron. Thank you very much. Um, J-Rod, if you can't defend the evidence, attack the process. That's exactly yes. right. That's yes. exactly right. Ralph Wolf replying to Boss Frog. Oh, Boss is here. <clears throat> boss Frog. Jake, Boss Frog's here. Say hey. hello. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hey, Boss. Hi. How are you? I don't know where Boss hey guys. Frog is. There's Boss Frog. Um, I mean, he is definitely racking up billable hours. He is. It's remarkable what 
it, it is remarkable to me that Jim Harbaugh's lawyer did this. Like, it is, am I the only one who's stunned by this? Yeah, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I, I don't know, like, what the strategy is out of the Michigan camp because, and I know this is Jim Harbaugh's lawyer, maybe not saying, not the same lawyer as Michigan, but, but either way, I mean, I, I, you know, whether it's this situation or whether it's the response written by Michigan's legal team, I, I, I don't know what your strategy was other than we're going to try and play bully ball. And that's we're gonna, exactly what this right? is. Like, we're just going to try and strong arm Tony Petiti, a new commissioner. We're going to try and instill fear and play the power game. And unfortunately for Michigan, Tony Petiti has nothing to be worried about because the facts are on his side. The, he, like, he's just dealing in what the evidence is, which is precisely what Michigan fan doesn't want to recognize, I feel like, which is Tony Petiti has seen everything the NCAA has seen. So he's not scared of some hearing on Friday. He's not concerned. He, he He's not sitting there shaking in his boots saying, oh my God, Michigan's threatening me and telling me I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. When in reality, what did he do? He dropped the suspension and through that process absolutely made an ass of you guys. Pointed and, out the, how strong arm you were about yeah. it. Yeah, and Tom Mars is a very good attorney. It's not like he is, it's not like he's a hack and he is a very good attorney. And look, I understand um, he didn't have a lot of options. I get it, but I, I just, I don't know. I guess I felt like there would have been a better way to go about this if you were Michigan. Yeah, a hundred percent. Let's see. Robert L., the law firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. See what, see what he did there? See, see what he did yeah, there. yeah. Uh, Nick McNaughton, because there's no denying it. So, you know you did this. Why are you fighting so hard then to defend Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, help us understand. It, and this is the inevitable conversation. If you know that you did this and the preponderance of the evidence is absolutely it happened, I don't know that there's any way to deny I would never be able to deny it. If I were, if I were the president of Michigan, I would have put Jim Harbaugh on immediate indefinite suspension. And had one of his assistants coach the team through the end of the year, and then I would have fired them all. That's right, T. Because I'm not giving up a spot to a re and the the other thing here is Michigan's a very good football team. You don't need, in my opinion, to be beholden to Jim Harbaugh, the multi-time admitted cheater now, because again, you have level one and level two violations from the COVID investigation. And now nobody's denying what his football staff did. Whether he knew or not, he's a multi-time cheater. How are you defending this guy? Michigan deserves better. This is what I've said from day one. Michigan deserves better. It's a fine institution. It is an unbelievable house of education with one of the best football teams in the country this year. So you're defending uh, uh, an admitted liar? You're defending somebody that that from the evidence we've seen you immediately suspended Connor Stallions. That on, its, guy. that on its face says you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. You look at the fact that Central Michigan's not denied he was standing on their sideline. Hey, what are you defending Jim Harbaugh for? I can understand it if the cheating led to natties. Hey, you're winning natties? Okay. Die on the hill for dude. He's your guy. Hey, we're, we're, we're Georgia. We're multi-time national championship holders. 
right? We got the belt. We got the trophy. We're the guy. Okay, cool, man. Defend it, to? Like, defend it to the death. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a guy who not only doesn't sniff the national championship game, he struggles to win bowl games. You guys understand that, right? And I think ZCM makes a great point. And what it wasn't Ohio State that turned him in. We talked it reported exclusively, and now everybody around the country's run with it. We told you first on this show, an internal investigation begun by Michigan itself is what uncovered this evidence. They hired an outside firm with a fiduciary responsibility. They are tied to their ethics. Because Michigan can't investigate themselves, right? They hired an outside firm who went investigating because all this goes back to ultimately Matt Weiss and the FBI. We were told that when the FBI noticed Michigan, hey, we're coming in on this case, partnering with the University of Michigan Police Department to investigate whatever it is that happened with Matt Weiss. Michigan was like, okay, we're going to do an internal investigation. They hired an outside firm who has an ethical and moral responsibility to report their findings. And when they found all of the evidence, and apparently it was a treasure trove of evidence they found on Michigan football computers about this sign-stealing operation, they had no choice but to report it to the NCAA. But no, Michigan fan and the, you know, the, the Wolverine podcasts and the message boards who haven't been right about anything here went right to Ryan Day's brother. He owns a dangerous oh my God. misinformation. Yeah, he owns an investigation firm. This is amazing. They hacked into Michigan computers. No, they didn't. Like, it's it's remarkable to me. Uh, where was Connors do justice? He was suspended within 48 hours of the story blowing oh, up. Dude, there's no question what Connor Stallions is. He's a fall guy. What why? That's a great point. Why did they why did they fire him? Essentially. I know he resigned Michigan. Why'd you fire him? Oh, that's right, because you went ahead and said, hey, and this is what I thought was so funny about Michigan's response to Michigan. the to, to the notice. Michigan goes in their response, dude, we're not aware of any ongoing violations. We let him go. We're not violating anything on an ongoing basis, as if that's what this conversation's about. You really thought that by firing sign stealer guy, that that was going to be good enough and all your trouble was just going to disappear? Dude, the yeah, Big dude. Ten in the NCAA have an obligation to make sure the integrity of the game is at the absolute highest level. Do you understand? And this is something that nobody, including ESPN or anybody else, is talking about. Do you understand that if the integrity of the game can't be trusted in any sport, you, you, you're talking about TV partner issues, betting partner issues, like ev like anybody who's a part of the game who's not playing the game has issues with you because they can't yeah. trust the result. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Mike Smith, did Connor Stallions have anything to do with the plot to kill, uh, kidnap Governor Whitmer? Okay, the Todd father. Buck up, Nick. Only thing that you can do at this point, like, seriously. Uh, Boss Frog, by the way, Tom Mars, who's representing Jim Harbaugh, is also representing Mel Tucker. Just interesting info. He's a phenomenal attorney. Which, again, is why I say, was this the only angle this, this big boy <laughs> attorney could come up with? What's a Michigan message board? Like, oh. It, and it, you're paying him to do that. Yeah. 
it, it's remarkable to me. Coming up in three minutes, we got to talk about. Uh, we'll recap the Harbaugh news head, headlines. We got to talk about uh, Jimbo Fisher's buyout, dude. You want to talk about crazy uh, conundrum? Have the vacuums been taken into evidence? Vacuums are my thing, right? Come on, Spangler. Michigan doesn't get thirty percent of Dallas Cowboys TV ratings. Well, America's team. I'll play that America's team video for you. Gotta be America's team. Coming up here in a bit. Expedition Greg, Michigan thinks they are above the rule book when the other 13 members are not. There's a lot of that too. I think, I don't even know that it's that. I think that Michigan thought that they could just spin this thing away, that they could say, oh, look over here, like Ryan Day, Connor Stallions. Like we would never do anything like that intentionally. We're the, the great and almighty Michigan. That's what I think they thought they could do here. That that they just thought, oh well, the Big Ten is never going to come in here and and do the right thing. They're never going to come in here and execute our cute little catchphrase of due process. They're yeah. not going to do that. But it turns out they did. Yeah. Uh, any Ohio State bo- or a Northeast Ohio Boise State fan? No, not Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is going to be the next head coach of the Los Angeles, who should be in San Diego Chargers. Because I think they are going to, I think they're going to make a coaching change. That team, that was a frustrating weekend. We'll talk about it coming up in an hour and two minutes on the show. Mike Smith, Tom Mars got to be a rich man. He does well. TH, the politician's playbook. I've seen it all when college football looks like campaign ads. Keep tossing misinformation to take the eye off the wrongs actually done and justify otherwise. Y'all feel me? I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, Aaron Wilson says Buckshot is phenomenal. Best product for me uh, with all of the fitness and the, 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 I'm not going to say overwhelming weight loss, uh, but I am in significantly better shape than I have been in, in my adult life. And I give a lot of that credit to Bucked Up because their protein, uh, their Buckshot, I mean, all of it is phenomenal. It is, I mean, it is absolutely worth the price of admission at buckedup.com. Uh, Spangler, Michigan can apply for membership in the Big 12 just like anyone else. Not sure there are any openings available right now, though. Like, Michigan fan is so desperate. Oh, we're, we're screwing you. Okay, well, you're you're not leaving $115 million behind. You're not. Yeah. Uh, Michigan's not allowed to comment on it because of the NCAA investigation still ongoing. Then why are they commenting? Yeah, on that's it? funny. Because Jim Harbaugh is comment, commenting on it. Their releases have commented on it. Their statements have commented on it. Like, all Michigan's done here is comments on it. That's all they've done. Uh, Boss Frog, I mean, Tom Mars is definitely racking up billable hours. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, Jimmy Otson, what? Sale? I just bought some Buckshot, even though they won't give me any more free ones. Well, see, Jimmy? Because, you guys, we have uh free samples in the description below but you only get so many yeah jimmy you're not jimbo fisher so you don't just get free money to sit on the couch okay? you know you know come on uh hey tom boise state san diego state mississippi state jobs all open texas a&m open as well uh is lane kiffin going to texas a&m i have a hard time believing that <laughs> uh force ghost fabio is a san diego state alum i don't want harbaugh who do you want uh, John DeLon, I am really uh, curious about exactly what Michigan plans to accomplish with their action. Are they trying to prove how far they can throw their toys out of the playpen? Dude. That's my point. And, and I understand, listen, the judges in this case, it's filed in Ann Arbor. It's going to be a Michigan alum. 
Michigan has a phenomenal law school. I don't know how you would avoid it. Are you really telling me you're going to sit in front of any judge with any credibility, ethics, any legal ability? And you're going to tell this judge that Tony Petiti doesn't have the authority when he clearly spelled out in the Big Ten rulebook does. You're not going to deny the wrongdoing. I mean, it is A plus B equals denial of this temporary restraining order. And I think the other thing you risk is if you get this TRO, I think you are looking at a at a very serious situation where you're forcing the college football playoff to act. Yes. Because remember, the NCAA does not control the college football playoff. And the NCAA will take its sweet-ass time, knock yourself out. The college football playoff committee does not have to abide by anybody's rules but their own. And so, to this point, they've said it's not their business, right? Yeah. I mean, they've said, hey, you know, the, 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 the playoff committee does not get involved in disciplinary actions. That's not our purpose. But at some point, that that marketing stance is going to have to change. At some point, you have to consider what's happening. TH says that judge is going to grant it. On what grounds would she grant it? Number one. Number two, TH says UM should stop worrying about the big and start worrying about the college football playoff teams. They're going to have to play. It's obvious Penn State is and was not a top 10 program. Not going to throw for 60 and winning in the college football playoff. Program. J.J. McCarthy. And J.J. McCarthy's an interesting case study because he's a guy that's been put up as a Heisman candidate, which we've said is ridiculous because I think it's been Michael Penix and now I think it's Bo Nix. Mm -hmm. But J.J. McCarthy is not a franchise carry an entire team kind of quarterback. I just don't see him in that light. I really don't. Lance Johnson for $5. Michigan is trying to strong arm the Big Ten just like Texas did the Big 12. Leave UM, where are you going to go? Well, here's the deal, though. I, I the This is a completely different leverage play. The difference is Michigan has no leverage. And the difference is Texas and Oklahoma had a ton of leverage. They, they have viewership. They're huge brands. They have the power to say, yep, we're packing up and leaving. They have that power. That's well within their right. And all they had to do was negotiate the, the buyout their buyout to the conference. So yeah. it's two totally different situations. And and I appreciate your logic there, but I don't I don't think this is actually even close to similar. I I, no, I think I that, that Michigan has no legs here and they're trying to they're trying to find their way. Whereas Texas and Oklahoma were like, nah, I'm good. We're we're gonna leave. Let's negotiate the buyout. And again I will just say this Michigan team's the best Michigan team they've had. From the offensive line, their ability to control the the interior line, uh, I think the defense is is rock solid. I think JJ McCarthy, it, while not spectacular, does not make a lot of mistakes. Like it just feels like you're in a situation where you're good enough, and now because karma's a bitch, you got caught stealing signs. And that's the other thing here too that I that I always point out when we talk about this the last two three weeks now. Dude, it's not like they're giving you, you know, again, it doesn't exist anymore, but like a death penalty level punishment or like some sort of just crazy over the top, like you're done for. It's four games, dude. Yeah. Or three games. Like it's, this is not, 
Like, what are we really talking about here? What are we doing? Yeah, come on. Like, it's not like you're dead or anything. And you should win the three remaining games. Yeah. If you're the biggest, baddest MFR on the planet, like we're we're like our guy Tom, who won the tickets last week, um, wants to go to the Michigan Ohio State game. Do you understand the broker that we use for our tickets has one pair of tickets, or this morning at eleven had one pair of tickets left for that game. Yeah, Tommy might want to reply, dude. One pair of tickets left for that game. Like, that's a huge game at your house. Are you really going to tell me you're going to lose that game to Ohio State? Come on now. And last thing, then we got to move on, I know. But the penalty allows Jim to still coach you during the week. It allows Jim to still build the game plan, to still, like... If I were Michigan, I would take this happily. Hey, we did it, right? As the commenter said, hey, hey, we did it. Yeah, for all we of we it. all of the stuff we did, our head coach is going to take a three day ban, three day ban, and you guys are pissed. Like, what are you talking about? Have some perspective, man. Now you and I, I say this in life all the time: choose your battles. Yeah, you're going to fight the NCAA on multiple fronts. You're going to fight the FBI. Do you really want to piss off the Big Ten? I knew today would be shitty. Now it's too late. You, you already did. Are you really telling me that this is a fight you should have fought? You really think this is a fight worth fighting? Three days. He can prepare you all week long. Just can't be in the stadium on game day. That'd be America's team. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Just it, it, The only thing worse than that are the people who haven't gotten the $10 30-day trial membership at TridayTrading.com. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I am so stoked. It is Monday um, at six o'clock Eastern, I cannot wait to get back home to get back to work at TridayTrading.com. I love it. I am so stoked. Mrs. Monty's going through the program, working with her on it, watching her trade, watching her go through the 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 proprietary software that you get. Like this 30-day trial, which is $10, and that's a charitable donation. It's a tax write-off. Um, you will be able to, in that 30 days, get high-level coaching get access to their proprietary software and make a decision. Is day trading for you? And when I say full-time day traders, that's 90 minutes in the morning. And if you want to, 90 minutes at night. 90 minutes in the morning, you program those trades. On average, the people who do it full-time make $1,000 a day or more on average. Those who use uh, day trading as a side hustle make three to $500 a day on average. You can have it any way you want because Triday Trading is going to put you through their program. And the best part is that when you graduate, which means you're ready to begin trading, they're going to fund a trading account with their own money and you're going to start trading with their money. And when you make money with their money, you can earn up to 80% of the profit. This is a no-brainer. Get the 30-day trial membership right now. Stop complaining about your life, your car, your football coach. And go make the money you've dreamed of, tridaytrading.com. All right, before we get to the action that happened on the field this weekend, uh, one hour from now we'll be talking NFL uh, because I think we have a major quarterback problem in the NFL that we have to get to. Uh, So we'll lead with that coming up uh, in an hour from now. Uh, But the latest out of the Michigan story is this threat that everybody is talking about with Michigan leaving the Big Ten. I am here to tell you it is a bunch of malarkey. We reached out to all of our sources today. That's not happening. They have not explored leaving the Big Ten on any way, shape, or form. I am told that Michigan is consumed 
with this Jim Harbaugh suspension and this cheating scandal. And they are trying to find a way to lessen the impact as much as they can, uh, which is why so many people are surprised that Michigan is not looking at this suspension on its face, which is three days. It's three game days of teams at Penn State, at Maryland, and at Ohio State at the big house that most people think Michigan are better than. Look at the lines. This weekend, Michigan, I think, is a 19-point favorite on a 50-point number. They're better than Maryland. Jim Harbaugh being on the sideline on game day is not going to make or break that team. But Michigan feels like they are a bit overwhelmed by this. And they also feel like, reputationally speaking, and especially for their boosters and fans, they want to come out swinging on this. And I think Michigan's done exactly that. So it's going to be very interesting to see where uh, this all happens. Now, there is a restraining order hearing uh, coming up this Friday. Jim Harbaugh today said he will be at that uh, at that hearing. And the interesting part about what Jim Harbaugh said today is he feels like he was robbed of due process. I'm going to talk on uh, Friday. Um, you know, just, looking, just looking for... Uh, for that opportunity, you know, due process. Uh, not looking for special treatment, not looking for a popularity contest, just looking for the merit of uh, what the case is. You know, I senior in high school, I had a civics class and talked about government, justice. And what I took away from that class was that you're innocent until proven guilty. That was 40 years ago, but um, like that opportunity. Man, Jim Harbaugh uh, will be at the temporary restraining order meeting on Friday. He intends to speak to the judge. Uh, both sides will be able to present evidence. Then we will get a ruling in. The question is, will Jim Harbaugh be in College Park, Maryland on Saturday? Opinions vary widely on that. Michigan is a 19-point favorite. 50-and-a-half is the number. Big noon kickoff at Maryland on Fox Saturday afternoon. But what a weekend in the Big 12. Here's a question for you. Who controls the Big 12 title race? Because I think when you look at what happened with Texas and you look at the shocking events that Jonathan Brooks tore his ACL and is out for the year Jake, has Texas lost control of the Big 12? Yeah, you know, I think they're definitely at risk of losing control of the Big 12. You know, I I, I think that Jonathan Brooks is, you know, clearly one of your biggest weapons, dual threat guy, uh, catch it in the flat, make a bunch of plays, run it through the A-gap, run over people. He's one of the best talents on offense that you had. And so they haven't lost control of the Big 12 yet. You know, everything is still in front of them. Obviously, Iowa State and Texas Tech, uh, are your two remaining games for the Big 12 championship game, assuming you win both of those. So to me, Texas is still in control, but I think the path gets more difficult from here because, again, as an offense, you did a lot through Jonathan Brooks. Not to say that you were this super run-heavy team that, you know, you, you you know, for lack of a better example, you know, Jonathan Brooks was not what Ollie Gordon is to Oklahoma State, let's say, in their offense. But Jonathan Brooks is absolutely a guy that opposing defenses have to respect. So to not have him means that you're going to have to lean on Quinn Ewers more. Quinn Ewers is going to go after, is going to have to go out there and win you games through the air when it comes down to it. And again, I think Quinn Ewers before the injury was having a hell of a year. 
Obviously, the Oklahoma game was the one loss that you weren't real thrilled with, but the Alabama win was a, a, just an incredible performance out of this offense. But my question is, can Quinn Ewers, when you need him to, throw the ball down the field, you know, and go out and win you a game? Because I'm not sure he's shown you that yet. I'm not sure that Quinn can quite do that. Can he lead an offense? Yes, but I don't know that he can be quite that good to go ahead and win you the Big 12 on its own. That's why I think you haven't lost control yet, but I think you're at risk of losing control right now yeah. with this injury. Yeah, I think it is. Quinn Ewers has to play better, plain and simple, and that defense is going to have to just step up because I think Jonathan Brooks is the best two-way back in the country uh, obviously running the ball, but I don't think people understand the impact he had on Texas's passing game. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that you are going to have to get an unlikely performance if Texas wants to win the Big 12 championship and go on to the college football playoff. Somebody that we don't talk about regularly is going to have to step up and make plays uh, in the next couple of weeks, or I, I think Texas is going to be in real trouble because, again, you look at the the fight to beat TCU, and I think TCU was never going to quit in that game. It was an impressive battle. I thought TCU represented themselves very well, and Texas hung on to win. But it is demoralizing when you lose what could be one of your best players on that entire team. I think I can make an argument he's your most important offensive player. Uh, I think you're in a real, real difficult spot here. And it comes the same weekend that UCF stunned Oklahoma State um, and I don't know if anybody's done a wellness check on Ollie Gordon. I'm not sure that dude ran for 25 yards. So we can stop talking about Heisman trophy candidates. <coughs> and this was an amazingly bad performance out of Oklahoma state. And you knew when UCF came into this league, that the bounce house was going to produce some games like this, where you were going to go there and you were going to lose and you were going to be scratching your head trying to figure out what the hell happened. And the answer is, I don't think anybody really knows what happened because when you go there and you lose 45 to three, I said UCF 45 to three over Oak state. That's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, my, my biggest thing here with this game is that, you know, you, you win Bedlam and then you go and do this. And it tells me the kind of team you are, you know, with all due respect, it tells me the kind of team you are because, you know, any, any great team understands, and this is what I would say about Texas too, right? Like any great team understands, Hey, we just won our Super Bowl of the year in Bedlam. And now we come out and we no show. So all the Mike Gundy crap about Bedlam is meaningless now. I don't want to hear about it with some huge win and, you know, oh, my God, we did this for our fans. Yeah, you did this for your fans, too, uh, against a team in their first year in the Big 12, against a team who didn't have JRP for, what, three weeks or whatever it was, didn't have their quarterback for however long that was. And they come in here and they punch you in the face. And then you look at what Texas Tech did, and uh, you, Kansas absolutely gave this game away. Now, I understand uh, Beanpot got hurt. Once Jason Bean went out, that was not the same game. But Texas Tech stepped up defensively with Kansas pressing repeatedly. And, and you look at what Taj Brooks gave that team. Um, I, I, I thought that was an incredible performance out of Texas Tech. And now here we are, we find ourselves looking at this at this conference 
wondering who who's who are the two best teams. I think Texas is still the best team. I have no idea who the best team between um, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State is. They're all five and two. Obviously, Oklahoma State has the advantage here. But now you have to wonder if if you're Oklahoma State. I mean, you should roll over Houston. Yes. In Houston. Yes. And you should absolutely boat race BYU. But are you going to? I think that's a real question mark. Are you going to boat race those two teams? Because you're playing two of the worst teams in the league. Both are two and five. BYU can't seem to function uh, offensively at this point. They got torched by Iowa State, who is, you know, again, I, I point out Iowa State's five and two, bowl eligible now at six and four. And I think it's very interesting that that Iowa State finds itself in a situation where, oh, man, that Kansas loss is going to haunt you. Yes, it is. And I go back to the Oklahoma game where you were never in it. And you feel like that probably cost you an opportunity at the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think if you're Iowa State, you're, you're sitting here looking at the you know your two remaining games. You're going to lose to Texas. I'm a big believer in that. Texas is not going to give that game away. And then the K-State game, you know, K-State has shown us they are two different teams depending on the day. I mean, if I get Will Howard, gunslinger K-State, you're going to lose that game. But if I get four interceptions, not showing up, K-State, you're going to win that game. So to me, you know, Iowa State, you're exactly right. I mean, losing to Kansas, that's mm. that's the one that, that really kneecapped you. Because if you'd have won that game, we're having a completely different conversation. But the original question here is, who really is in control of the Big 12? And to that, I say it's still Texas. We need to see what this team looks like without Jonathan Brooks. We need to see Sark come up with a coaching performance yeah. these last two weeks and show us what he can do to cover that gap. Because you still, make no mistake about it, Texas is still loaded with talent. Even without Jonathan Brooks, Texas still has more talent than you. So it's not as though Texas is, you know, suffering, but there's no doubt about it. This is a huge loss. And I wonder how the, you know, the ratio of run to pass is going to change for this offense the next two weeks, because if they turn into this team that's asking Quinn Ewers to throw, you know, 40 times, let's say, oh, let's say you working towards 50, you're not winning those ball games. You have to continue to stay committed to the ground game if you're Texas, if you want to win the Big 12. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Dakota Tubbs, Holly Gordon got spooked after he had a nightmare. Cody, Sh I hope you're kidding. Uh, that Cody Schrader being a better running back than him. He's kidding. He's a, he's a You must yeah. that much. Yeah. Next comment. Kaufman, uh, member for eight months. Kaufman, appreciate you. Hi, guys. Keep up the great work. Appreciate it. Bigfoot Duck, a member for eight months. If he gets on the stand, he opens himself uh, up. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah. I, and, you know, but Jim, does he, is, it a is he going to make a statement or testify? Or it'll be very interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, and Jim flat out said in his press conference say that he has no idea how it's going to go. Yep. Uh, Ryan Willie, Harbaugh won't stay at college level. He'll coach the Chargers or the Bears, please. Please yeah. don't say that. I think Kellen Moore has got a real opportunity because Justin Herbert really likes Kellen Moore. Really likes Kellen Moore. And it'll be interesting with the Boise job open. 
I don't know if I'm Boise. I think it's a huge risk to hire Kellen Moore. I think a huge risk. But if you are, if you're, if you're San Diego playing in the Rams house in LA, I think you got to do everything you can do to keep Justin Herbert happy because you don't have an offensive line and you probably don't have enough weapons. Do you really think though it's that much of a risk for Boise State? I mean, you're hiring yes. a guy who who obviously went there and you know did it's his a thing. He's like, a legend. I I I don't know, dude. I I think that's a win win if you're Boise State. You bring him in to be your head coach, and let's say it flames. Well, hell, I mean, you guys brought in a brought in a legend. And it didn't work out. Big deal. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, but he's inexperienced. Nothing says that he would be successful. But uh, that's my point. Yeah. He's, he is, his offensive coordinator abilities are in question. Uh, Gary, a member for eight months. OG Gary, good to see you. Chip Kelly to a and I, I think not. I think Chip Kelly's going to have a tough time getting a big job. Yeah. And I think A&M needs to hire someone who's worth a damn. Yeah. Because Jimbo embarrassed them. Absolutely embarrassed them. I mean, obviously at Texas A&M, if you guys did not hear the news somehow, uh, Texas A&M fired Jimbo Fisher. They owe him $77.6 million. They owe him $20 million within the next, I think it's 60 days. And then uh, boosters are going to pay the first uh, $7 million installment. And then A&M will pay the rest of it. So he's getting paid. But the name that everybody's talking about is Lane Kiffin. And here's a question I have for all of you. Is Texas A&M a marquee job? And I just don't think it is. I think Jimbo Fisher has always been a hell of a recruiter. He hasn't won because he hasn't developed talent and they're not well coached. He doesn't beat Nick Saban, but he's got all this elite talent. So my question is, is Jimbo Fisher the problem, or is it just that Texas A&M is, is very much a mediocre program? Yeah, you know, I think the problem for A&M right now is that, you know, the the list of names that you guys all know and love who, you know, potentially in a fantasy world could be interested in this gig uh, is getting shorter by the day because if I'm lane train, I'm not going to A&M when I'm no. at Ole Miss already. I, I've got a, I, I'm, I'm ranked 13th in the nation. Just got my ass kicked by Georgia, but but that's not really an indictment on the program, in my opinion. I, I think Georgia was looking to flex on Old Miss and really kind of establish themselves in the playoff. Honestly, I think that's what that was. But like, if you're Lane Kiffin, you're not taking the AM job. A lot of people are like, oh, Link, uh, uh, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln. Why would Lincoln Riley go to AM when he's at SC? And I know there's a bunch of turbulence at SC right now because they've not been very good, but. But you can't tell me Lincoln, after firing Alex Grinch, is not on a mission to to turn that program around. And I, I think you've had some very mediocre coaches recently. I mean, if you look at what R.C. Slocum meant to that program, he retired after 2002, I mean, 22 years ago, right? And since then, you've had Dennis Francione, uh, Mike Sherman, who was a 500 coach. Mm -hmm. Francione was just over a 500 coach. Kevin Sumlin won the SEC Coach of the Year in 2012 and was never heard from again. And now Jimbo Fisher just can't win big games. So if you're going to take that job, the question that I have to ask is, who's going to be excited to take that job? Because I don't think it's Cliff Kingsbury. 
I don't think there is a Texas native that moves the needle. And why on earth would Lane Kiffin leave Old Miss and leave the SIP to go to Texas A&M? He wouldn't. That does not make sense to me. No, I mean, and the other problem is, is all his guys are finally in the program. You know, whether it's Jackson Dart or otherwise, like all his guys that he recruited, that he wanted on his team are now there. So Lane, the problem with the Lane Kiffin argument is that it's not even just that they're ranked or that Ole Miss, in my opinion, is a bigger job than AM. The the problem is is that Lane in the program building arc, as I call it, right? You came in as the head coach. Now we're climbing the mountain. He's halfway up the mountain now. He's got his players. He's developing guys. He's trying to get to that next level, which would be getting into the college football playoff for them. Can you buy who's an outrageous? Dan Lanning. There's not, why would he leave Oregon? He wouldn't. He's on the verge of a, a conference and a college football playoff appearance. Why would he leave Oregon? That makes absolutely no sense. He's got a likely Heisman Trophy winner in Bo Nix. Why would he leave Oregon? And everybody, all oh, the money at Texas A&M. Phil Knight's got more money than God. Do you really think money's a problem in Oregon? Is Do you really think Texas A&M's a higher profile gig than Oregon in the Big Ten? No. Not your goddamn mind. Which I think a lot of people aren't thinking about with these coaches, too. You know, realignment is changing the opportunity for these coaches. I mean, do you really think it's lost on Dan Lanning that if he were to get into the college football playoff this year, if he were to go to the Pac-12 championship game, which it looks like they will, Mm -hmm. face Washington again, beat Washington this time, then go on to be a college football playoff team and then go to the Big Ten, regardless of what you do in the playoff. Do you really think it's lost on Dan Lanning that his paycheck is about to go up at Oregon, a place where he's already got his program set up? He's not going anywhere. And I, I think this is what I struggle with, with the names that that Pete Thamel put out today. God bless you, Pete. Um, <laughs> why is Lane Train going to leave the SIP? Uh, again, Dan Lanning. I look at Mike Norvell at Florida State. Why would Mike Norvell leave Florida State to go to Texas A&M? I have no idea. What, what sense does that make? Mike Norvell is sitting... Again, in a college football playoff spot, making a ton of money. Why would he leave that to go to a place where you're you're not likely anytime soon to get to the college football playoff? I look at somebody like Kalen DeBoer. Again, you're in a college football playoff spot with a Heisman Trophy candidate at quarterback. Why am I leaving Washington? We're going to the Big Ten. I'm my program is going to make a hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. That, that makes no sense. I Mike Elko, okay. But is Mike Elko the guy that Texas A&M needs right now? That doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Jeff Trailer, does that move any needles? And Jeff's obviously a legendary high school coach. Does that move any needles? I can't, I just can't see it. I just, I just cannot see it. That's the that's the issue that I have. Well, and the challenge for AM is that they they can't have a question mark higher. I mean, you can't go and get no, you know, after after, in my opinion, being publicly humiliated on some level with this Jimbo buyout. No, 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 no. The Jimbo hire who you bid against yourself. LSU was never paying that money. Mm-hmm. 
And then you got humiliated with Jimbo's buyout and reminded that you played yourself, player. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think it's a great point. You played yourself, dude. Yeah. Cleveland rocks. Brown's looking great. The defense is super. They are. We'll talk about that coming up in 31 minutes on the Monty show presented by our good friends at the advocates, the advocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Hit them on Venmo. You guys, they are trying to be heroes uh, of hope this Thanksgiving season. They are partnered with heroes of hope. It's a great organization. They are really trying to help families that don't have the resources that all of us have to have great Thanksgivings and let alone food, people, warmth, help give somebody a holiday season that they wouldn't normally be able to have. I think that is such a noble cause. And I'm not talking about $100,000. I'm talking about a dollar, $5, $25. There is their Venmo, Advocates Donations. Advocates Donations on Venmo. Send them a dollar, $5, say hero for Thanksgiving. Um, and if you want to be a uh, you want to be a saint and a, a blessing amongst men, the Monty Show Thanksgiving. That's all you got to say. Send them five bucks. Send them a dollar. Send them a hundred dollars. Whatever's in your your pocket and your heart. Let's hook some people up for Thanksgiving. We've raised over five hundred dollars on the show already. Let's keep that going this week. Let's raise at least a thousand dollars. Can we do that? Let's raise at least a thousand dollars for the advocates and heroes of hope. Let's give people who are less fortunate than we are the ability to have a Thanksgiving, the ability to have a, a meal on the table for their kids. Let's do that on Venmo, Advocates Donations, Advocates Donations. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Um, let's see, Brian uh, Laguerre says it's program, not program. No, sir, sir it's not. It's showgram, not, it's showgram, not showgram. Program. Dabo Sweeney's a good man. In God's name, image, and likeness. It's not a good man. Uh, Matt Ritson, big day at ASU. Ray Anderson, the um, the ten year, the ten year death spiral in Tempe is over. I knew today would be shitty. And thank you, Kenny. Today was a good day. <laughs> um, Ray Anderson, for those of you who don't know, the athletic director at Arizona State. This is the same guy who said that Arizona State Athletics was fine not winning, that we are a middle-of-the-table team. He, he called Arizona State football at the top of the mountain. We're a top-15 team. He oversaw a not-stadium renovation for the basketball team. This is a guy who doesn't believe in NIL. Straight up has said he doesn't believe in NIL. Ray Anderson is a terrible athletic administrator. He oversaw the wretched Herm Edwards era that is, is crippling Arizona State football, where recruiting violation after recruiting violation was committed, allegedly, because their findings are not final, by Herm Edwards, Antonio Pierce, and the rest of that staff. And Ray Anderson survived it. Or maybe he didn't. Because he resigned today, after 10 years on the job, and a black eye in the Pac-12 has been removed. Unfortunately, the Pac-12 has been removed as well. And now Arizona State heads to the Big 12. But if you are a Sun Devil today, Sun Devil Nation forks up. Today is a very good day for you because Ray Anderson on his best day was an embarrassment to the Pac-12 and certainly an embarrassment and a black eye 
on the face of Sun Devil Athletics. And today that's over. And who knows who they'll be able to get. Because without a doubt, Kenny Dillingham is a better man than you are for taking that job at Arizona State. And the day that he dropped that infamous bomb about what he knew today was going to be. I knew today would be shitty. Was the day he found out that Arizona State was going to self-impose a bull ban. And I believe that's the day that Ray Anderson's faded Arizona State was sealed and you started taking steps forward. Kenny Dillingham and Arizona State football are going to be fine. Wherever Ray Anderson goes, and by all accounts, he's going to stay and be a professor, there is a black cloud that smells like ass hanging around Ray Anderson. And it's the stench of one of the worst athletic directors we have ever seen in the history of college sports. And finally, in the desert. Thanks to a $240 million misplaced decimal point. No redos. Arizona State seems to be in a better place than Arizona. And how has and no how? one said, hey, Brett Yormark, any thoughts on uh, these two incoming schools in Arizona? Because I got news for you. I don't trust Michael Crow oh. as far as I can throw Buddy to make a good hire. I don't want any of this crap about oh, innovative hire, or, dude, we're doing something no one's ever seen. I'm sorry, are you talking about that ridiculous Apple TV deal, or are you talking about hiring a candidate? Because I can't tell the difference anymore, Mike. Like, I, I don't know oh. why we've always got to try and reinvent the wheel here, dude. A&M's position is open. Now your position is open. You've got a young gun head coach who's working his ass off in this program right now. And at some point, you got to give them something to work with at the athletic director Don't you level. Though. Don't you, though? My God. Hallabilly, a member for seven months. Coaching carousel is going to be interesting this year. Too bad West Virginia won't be involved if they win out. I don't. Dude. How many of us were wrong about West Virginia and Iowa State for that? <clears throat> yeah, matter? where's my boy uh, Neil Brown needs fired? Uh, they're bowl eligible, friends. I don't know what you say about West Virginia. Do you fire Neil Brown? No, you can't. No, I don't think you can. The suffering will continue. I sorry, Garrett Green. I mean, you're not you're not doing it. And next year, I don't think you'll be bowl eligible, honest to God, because the league gets much better next year. Much, but, much better. But but this year, give the guy credit. And I'm no Neil Brown supporter. Give the guy credit. He got the job done. Yep, I agree. Uh Jim Tussing. Hey, Jim. Oh. <laughs> Toss this. Michigan gets uh, to win their 1,000th. <laughs> Michigan gets to win their 1,000th program win this weekend. And then after making up for coming uh, vacated wins, they can do it all over again. Program. See what he did there. It is. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I The thing that just keeps coming to mind is Michigan deserves better than Jim Harbaugh, and I don't understand what Michigan fan is fighting for. I, it surprises me that this has been Michigan fans' instant reaction. Because this comment is amazing. Yeah. They're, they're going to win their, their 1,000th game, allegedly. That'd be America's team. And you're going to wind up vacating. I This... And I still think the Blake Corum thing could be a bigger story, but who knows? But every game that Jim Harbaugh coaches, you're in jeopardy. And he has not been 
instrumental in your process on game Nick day. Nick Saban is a better man than you are. Right? He's not Jim Harbaugh. If this suspension holds, we'll miss six games this season. Boom. Out of here. Let that sink in, bros. 12 games, half of them you won't have your head coach, and you're likely going undefeated. Because it's illegal. How important is the head coach? I don't I don't know. Because you're winning games without him. He's not been suspended once this year. The motherfucker, he's been suspended twice this year, dude. Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. Did you guys see that AI deep fake? Jake didn't want to play it on the show today because mm. I think he's an idiot. Anyway, my bad. My point is, I wanted to play the AI deep fake, and Jake was like, "No, we shouldn't do it." Doesn't get any more red, yeah. white, and blue than that. People think it's real, bro. And Michigan fans are going through enough. So-called experts. They're 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 emotional, dude. If we're putting up AI deep fakes, Jim Harbaugh via social media. That's the only way we should do it is via social media. Via social media. Okay. <laughs> Let's have some compassion for the Michigan fans. The Wolverines, they got their, their claws clipped a little bit here. Can't even scratch their own backs. My fucking ass. So there's an AID fake of Jim Harbaugh that is unbelievable. Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. Which one is the deep fake? Listen to this voice, and you guys tell me which one. Which one is real Jim Harbaugh? Just a stalwartness. Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. Because <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't think it's easy to tell the difference. Obviously, where he says stalwart is the AI. Just a stalwartness. No, That's it's not. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. So, it's gotta be America's team. That's Jim Harbaugh. Right. And stalwartness. That's Jim Harbaugh. So called experts. That's Tom Mars. <laughs> Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. Doesn't that, get any more red, white, and blue than that. That's the kind of program we want via social media. So it's on my Twitter feed, The Monty Show, M O N T Y, The Monty Show. It is unbelievable. Jake, and I, I don't disagree with you. I think it is. I, the AI deepfakes now, you guys, are, are amazing. They are getting too good. Oh, car wash channel. So Michigan going to the Big 12 or the SEC. And I, and I think we should, honestly, this is speaking of AI deepfakes. Michigan has not explored leaving the conference. They have not. And anybody that tells you they have beyond bloviating. So-called experts. It's all on the table. <laughs> okay. That's cool. These nuts are on the table, too. I'm not leaving. <laughs> right? right? That That's, they're not leaving the Big Ten. Stop it. Crack this thing up. We're out of here. Wolverine.com locked on your mom. Like, it told me. Locked on Ann Arbor, man. That we're going to the truck stop conference. They even said that, listen. You know, we were saying that. Yeah, fast pass. You know, and stuff in your you put the the little toll pass because you got to go through all the truck stops. Yeah, you know, TA truck stops got some great pretzels. No, I'm not flying. I'm driving, bro. They're not going to the Big Twelve. Do you? And I, you guys, I I have a lot of respect for for the Big Twelve. Would you rather be in the Big Twelve or the Big Ten? Yeah, I'd rather be in the Big Ten, too. <laughs>
Give me the 115 yeah. million. Yeah. Because if if Michigan is to go from the Big Ten to the Big Twelve, they're leaving 115 million dollars on the table. I have well, been a rich but, man and I have been a poor man, and I got too rich every fucking time. But but if I go to the Big Twelve, one again, we get Maverick truck shops. <coughs> That's just number one. <coughs> but number two, I get due process. Now I might not have 115 million dollars, and we're going to be a poverty program. But I get I get due process. And I get the honey mustard pretzels. Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Feel me? You know what I'm saying, bro? Look at this. Got to be America's team. Look at this winged hat. Truck stop, bitches. (laughs) They're not leaving the Big Ten. Stop it. Yeah, we're not making any changes. Stop, Stop it. Stop it. NFL coming up in 19 minutes. On the Monty show. Hey, Monty. Um, Utah going 12 and 0 next year. I meant to Utah going 12 and 0 in the Big 12 football next year. Okay, is a hell of a drug. Do you like walk through the car wash on the car wash channel? <laughs> hey, bro. bro, was it that paint wax that you were sniffing that told you that they were going 12 and 0? The Big 12 is going to be murderers round next year. Uh, Eric Wasikowski. Hey, Wasikowski and stuff. My Polish brethren. Uh, <laughs> the same people who support Harbaugh are the same ones who support the Mensha Joe. So-called yeah. experts. The fighting Paternos. Yeah. Joe Paterno. It's a little crazy with those Coke bottles at the end. Didn't have pants long enough. Damn. It's pretty funny. Where did Harbaugh get his khakis from that Joe Paterno? Oh, oh. Hugh Janus. Probably shouldn't. He's dead. Good we, talk. I mean, cool. he's dead. Cool, I mean, man. Cool, you know, cool. Probably cool, man. You know. Cool. Ain't no reset. Uh, let's see. Cody Schiffman. Sure, yeah. UM could come to the Big 12. They can't get by TCU. Listen, listen. We didn't want to be too obvious that Connor Stallions was up in Tarrant County. Fine Steeler guy. So we were willing to lose that game because we knew J.J. McCarthy <laughs> was a better quarterback than you are. Okay. So we knew this year we would be better, okay? Schemers trying to control their little worlds. We saw that C.J. Stroud's bobbleheads were out of all. They were they were out of all of the, the T.A. truck stops across the country because he's in the NFL now. Dick, Ed, Dick Allen's bobble figurine. And stuff. So what we knew was, what we knew was, if, if we leave uh. to the truck stop conference, we can still go to Houston. We're in a control position. And put the screws to C.J. Scrout. Throw them. <laughs> Ain't ducking, no smoke. <laughs> we can put the screws to C.J. Oh, my when we, God, when we dude. Get, when we get Dana Holgerson fired at Houston, Houstonian <laughs> while they're wearing the Tennessee Oilers uniforms. and we'll It have, really hit me. We'll still have on the blue, yellow, and the winged helmet and shit. They'll wear the Tennessee Oilers uniform. We're going to go Michigan over here, okay? <laughs> Got to be America's team. Bro. Oh, I don't know. TCU. Look, I mean, does a horn frog really stand a chance against the Wolverines? And look at these claws. <laughs> like, what <laughs> is this? <laughs> Bro, <sighs> I, I'm getting members who are upset that you didn't read their 10 months comment that they paid for apparently breaking news AM just hired holden hiscock <laughs> as the as the new wow 
Discock. Is that true? You got, oh my God. And we have exclusive, exclusive you guys, video of the hiring. Wow. This is, uh, in all honesty, this is exclusive video of the process inside. The due process. The, thank you. Due, due. process, sir. The, the, there's due on the grass. That's a process at Texas A&M. Here's how they're hiring their coach. Holding Anita's dick. Caves in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. Holden Hiscock. Hiscock. The new head coach. Anita Dick. Of these Aggies. Holden Hiscock. Holden the dick. Um, apparently we're being told we missed some. Let's see. And it's not we specifically, it's you. Oh, he, me. He, he says that you're intentionally skipping his comment. Oh, fuck off. I, but... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're circumventing due process here. You guys, relax. And hey, look at me. Just because I always get this guy, bro, it's personal. You're not reading my comment. <laughs> Why won't you read my comment anymore, man? Social media. Well, one, pay your debt. Yeah, pay your debt, James. You owe us four x gold. Do it. Number two, we have had almost four thousand comments on the show today. Yeah. Yeah. I said 4,000 <coughs> comments. Um, let's see. Yelling capital letters guy. Um, um, okay. um, uh, here's one I missed for $2. Michael Jarrett. He obviously, what happened against TCU stallions? Exactly. You know. Oh, here's James for 10 months. Well, here we go. 10 months of mocking me and ignoring my pleas for MBA. Oh, got it, got it. And yet you still haven't paid your debt. Yeah. Whoever came up with that shit need to be fired. Pay your damn debt, dude. Come on, man. I want a keg. James is always poking the bear. Can't just be normal. Can't just be, you're always. Stalwartness. And again, if you're not going to pay your debt, just explain to me how, because James said, I don't know OKC Thunder basketball when I told him. Chad Holmgren, two weeks ago, I said this, and he lost his shit in the members-only group. I told you Chad Holmgren is impacting Josh Giddey's imp- That's what fucking takes me to You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Boss Frog's your boy. Slurp Boss Frog some more. Treat me like crap. Anybody who doesn't say anything nice to you, you just treat him like crap. <laughs> nice 10-point performance last night by Josh Giddey. Slick. <laughs> Slick. <laughs> Oh, shit. Damn, I am tripping. Wasikowski. Sorry, boys. Working for a living. Missed a week. Joe, as in dementia. You meant Joe Paterno, right? Because you know we don't do politics on this show. Hiscock. You know. You know what I'm saying? It is amazing to me how many people are like, dude, I can't believe you didn't read my comment. Hey, it's a I personal attack, man. What did I ever done it? Nobody said boo. Lance Johnson. TRO against Monty until he announces member anniversaries. I missed what? <laughs> 71 paid comments um, today. 71 paid comments. I want my comment my read. I don't know what I ever did to you. Is it because my wife's hotter than yours? I like, don't what? really understand what you're saying. I don't understand it. Why do you hate my team, Monty? Is that why you won't read my comment? Yeah, we're not making any changes. It doesn't matter. I breathe through my mouth. You should read my comments anyway. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Losing your absolute mind. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> let me just see. Oh, there. Where's James Knight's? Comment? Do you know what that's like these days? All right, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> that's every day. Who's got time to like skip comments, man? Yeah. And why would I do that? Uh, Tanner Plummer. In other words, Chet oh. is turning Josh Mitty into Josh Liddy. Josh Liddy. That sounds dumb. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lewis Lit running the uh, three spot for OKC. Yeah. Uh, Matt Riley, I can't believe you missed one terrible person. Yeah, the dude, worst. absolute joke, dude. The worst. Like, I mean, just, it's only called the Monty program. Just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I mean, not better, the brightest. In you know, yeah. Jack Harrington, boo-hoo, Monty. They are mad. Yeah, I know. Right, like <laughs> four thousand comments today. And I'm, I'm for real. Uh, Ron Nolan, don't interrupt Monty while he's bloviating. He will explode. He will explode on his own. I'm, you know, you know. Boss Frog, I can't hit up the advocates on Venmo thanks to Alfonso Tuputala. What do you mean you can't? Who the f*** is that guy? What are you talking about? Who the hell is Alfonso who? Who? Who the? Tupatala? (laughs) Who the f*** are you? Oh, we lost the bet. What? Oh. Wait, what happened now? (sighs) We lost the bet. What bet did we make? Um... What do you mean? What what, it, a, what 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 was our position? Who did we say would cover that didn't? I don't remember. Uh, um, Boss Frog, can you refresh us, please, sir? Yeah, I don't. Hey, look at me. Hang on. Let me look it up. There it is right there. Uh, Washington. It was the Washington. It was Utah and Washington. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. Now I now I remember. Uh-huh. Uh, I warned you guys about this game and everybody told me I was stupid, right? Did I, and, and please let me know this here on the money program. Um, I warned you guys about this game, right? Did I not tell you where is it? There it is. Uh, 35, 28, right? And the line on that game, I believe was Washington nine and a half. Right, um, and Damn. I think Boss Frog bought it, brought it down to nine. He did. I remember this now. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. And so, wait, but I thought you were on Utah's side of this, didn't you? Say that Utah would cover on this. Um, I, I swore you said you Utah would cover the nine, and I was like, no, they're not. Washington's going to boat race them, and they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So what do you mean, sir? Boss, you have to help me. Uh, salty drunk. I want an apology. I didn't say you missed it deliberately. Well, you said it last time, so I mean, they got... he's all pissed I, I... off now. Yeah, he's pissed. Are you being serious? You're really upset. Dude. He 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 didn't. Okay, public apology. All right, Jim Harbaugh press conference time. Uh, my 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 bad. Uh, hey, do we? Can you can you look in there and see? Welcome to the Monty hey, Show. Daycare Can you problem. look in there and see if you still have the Jim Harbaugh not accurate uh, clip that I put in there last week? Um, Jim, there was a report last night that you had a contract offer rescinded. Um, can you say if that's accurate or not? Um, I wouldn't say that's accurate, no. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say that it's accurate that that I said that you were upset with Monty because he intentionally skipped your comment. He didn't intentionally do anything. You didn't, re- you know make some sort of inference that that's what was happening. And Don't get you know all the, upset, dude. The funny thing is, Don't the, get upset. The, the funny thing is, James, you're never happy. I 
Like, and I like James, I enjoy talking hoop with you and and you've been doing great. But he you he James is that guy in our member group who's like, I want more NBA. This show is founded on NBA. We never talk NBA. I'm a non-believer. And it's like, dude, in North America, football is king. Yeah. It has always been king. It's always gonna be king. So just to be clear on Mondays during the season, we don't talk NBA. James, I wasn't seriously saying that you were accusing Monty of intentionally skipping your comment. I was busting your balls, okay? So I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, Boss Frog. Whoa. That was a lot of comment dump right there. See, so I read your comment. I apologize. We're moving on. Um, No, I said they would cover the nine. That would have put Washington up by 12. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I warned you guys about that game. Felt better about it, but uh, Jesse uh, Davin says, I didn't ask for an apology. I'm just saying, no, I said she was an AI deep fake. <laughs> Who are you, Jim Harbaugh? Let, let's rewind the tape. Wow, wow, wow. Listen, there's no way that's the correct picture of you. Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. There's no way. Via okay. social media. Flash word. I'm totally wrong. This Sign is Steeler guy. Jesse's real picture. Jesse, I appreciate you. I am thankful that you are here. Don't lie to me. Thank you for being real. OG Gary, that's uh, America. That's America's Jake. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I apologize. James, I'm sorry, dude. I'm We're sorry. terrible people. I'm, I'm an awful human being. Awful. Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than yeah, that. I'm yeah, the terrible. Asshole here, dude. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. I could have told you that. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, taking credit for my, you know, an awesome 50 degree yesterday when you missed it completely. Yeah. I'm not and I put mine within five feet of the hole for birdie and then missed the putt. I at least put my 50 degree within five feet of the hole. Some people, no. Are no. we clear on that? No. Oh, let me hit a 50 yard slice and get a better roll than you. Well, that's that's what I do. It is totally. Uh, Salty wants the due process he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, Boyd that's Lake. So on point, bro. Utah has played well this year. Uh, Too bad they had a few had a few players out. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, salty, I'm reading your salty drunk commented and said, disrespect me when I deserve it. All good. Hey guys. Boss Frog. All you do is read Boss Frog's comment. <laughs> and the advocates would have received $250 in a donation. This man was a bona fide scrub. Be better, dude. Uh, Tanner Plummer, I would personally would like an apology. Yeah, you're not getting one, dude. Yeah. You're not getting one, bro. And Tanner lost his mind as well. So that's why we're not allowed to do the Tanner voice anymore. Even because we he, do it every day. He you know? for, well, it's not you called know? the Tanner voice anymore. It's called the Monty voice. Um, but he just, <laughs> uh, look, man, he's not, he doesn't allow us to do the Tanner yeah, voice. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So, Land thieves, too much salty. Read mine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God damn it. Never. Um, Luis Capazzo, someone sent Salty some blue cheese so he can drown in his, his sorrows. Damn. But no one's going to disrespect me. I'm not afraid to die. When I die, oh. I'm going to paradise. OG Gary, LOL, Tanner, exactly. Uh, Salty Drunk. I'm reading Salty Drunk's comment. That's right, T. It is time for a Salty Drunk comment <laughs> right now on the Monty Showroom. Salty drunk. Mate, I love you, bro. Mate, to be fair, I love you. <laughs> I have integrated and chilled. 
down in Australia, we don't have Netflix. We call it integrated and chilled. Okay, fuck you. How's that? Which is different than soaking and earthquaking. Okay. Dude, salty. See, this is the effect you have. This is some of the best laughs I've had in so long, dude. You know. Tanner uh, says, wait, this show was founded on NBA. I thought it was founded on NIL. See what he did there? Okay. We built this program on NIL. Okay. Okay, Tanner. I like that. Oh, Boyd Lake, if someone calls you a deep fake, that's a compliment. Exactly. Wish this was you. Gonzalez. Salty. <laughs> Hang in there and you'll eventually see that we talk football like uh, other countries talk soccer. Exactly. Right. Um, OG Gary. I mean, it. I said it was going to be close. Utah was going to cover Washington as of late have been fraudulent. Yeah. Eh. I want I want Oregon and Washington in the, the conference championship. Yeah, we all deserve that as football fans, though. Uh, see what it turns in. Uh, I'm sorry. It's salty drunk. It's time for a salty drunk comment right now on the Monty program. Salty drunk. Your comment is coming up. Uh, see what it turns into ongoing BS. Just because you put LOL at the end doesn't mean you're not a red ass. <laughs> I, at least that's the. It's not. Dude, if you can't laugh and have a good time with it. We don't know each other, Salty. It's not personal. No, I guess not. It's, la it's laughing. Now I'm always smiling. It, I personally would like an apology. It's time for a salty drunk meltdown. I didn't sleep for the past two nights because of this. I was that upset. Monty's an asshole. Oh, sure. Of, of course I understand why people are upset. Venom and vitriol. <gasps> Jesse says, uh, I love y'all. Love you. <laughs> I wish this was you. Uh, Eric Wasikowski, how's that Caleb Williams drag stop looking for Chicago? <laughs> Did you guys see Cowherd last week? Thanks. Who? Colin. Hey, Cow Turd. Cow Turd. Colin Cowherd. Yeah. I don't know if he's going through dementia or what. It really hit me. He continues to say stuff that's just simply not true. He's like, oh, the Bears beating beating the Carolina Panthers on Thursday Night Football absolutely ended any shot they had at the number one pick. And then he does his typical, what say you? And it's like, well, actually, uh, Couter, this is what I have to say. And then Jason McGuire, whatever the guy on the show's name is, is like, well, actually, Colin, there's a graphic up on the screen that shows you them beating Carolina almost assured them of the number one pick. <laughs> and Colin's like, okay, moving on. GA first, you're last. And he does it routinely. All the time, bro. Routinely. It, he's almost as con as consistent at that as, as Skip is at hating on LeBron, dude. Jack Harrington. Connor Stallions told me this show was founded on NIL, Monty. No, it was found. Sign Steeler guy. First of all. Yeah. First of all. It's Sign Steeler guy. The right way, please. Sign Steeler guy. And second of all, this show was founded on refurbished Amazon profits. So yeah, relax. Yeah. Thank you. That I think that that thing, that thing with Blake Corum, Balake could be a Beckons real problem. My thing. Yeah, that could be a real problem. Balake. Balake. Forever Balake. <laughs> Poor little guy. 
Uh, James. Oh, <laughs> dude, are you okay, bro? I, I, it's five o'clock already, and this is your first comment of the day. We need like funeral music on the show. Okay, I'll work on that tomorrow. Ollie Gordon is dead. Ollie Gordon was a good man until he sucked out loud and don't lie to me and cost Oak State everything they had coming. So, um, James, you're going to be in New York for the Heisman to see Ollie win it? Or Waves in opposition. Uh, Monty is just looking for witty comments like how Charles Barkley commented on Oak State's performance. He said they were terrible. These people going to heaven. What about Ollie Gordon in his 25 yards, dude? What about, I mean, it's Ollie Gordon. Yeah, can we I talk mean, about this, bro? It, like, uh, you know. Are, are you going to take accountability better than Jim does? Because I, I need some accountability on Ollie Gordon, dude. You know. Daniel Dixon throwing in the red flag. Time to move on. <laughs> Salty drunk. All good, Jake. I was trying to lay low, but now I've turned into the troublemaker guy. Know uh, your role and shut your mouth. Again. James Knight going through the seven cycles of trauma. Oh, shit. Damn, I am tripping. Right? Don't you go through like when you dude, have a, James, listen, bro. When you got to understand something here, dude. You got to understand. You, you got to know your role. Tanner knows he's the whipping boy on the show. Was. He was. was my dad, sorry. Donovan McNabb. Hall of Famer. Chris quarterback hey, ever, bro. Not a Hall of Famer. Hey, dude, he's a Hall of Famer, okay? What, hey, man, what player hasn't thrown up in his face mask? Ugh, dude, that's, yeah, no, I'm <clears> good. Nope, I'm good. You know, uh, pass on that. Boss one. Frog still hit fifty percent of my bets, but still owe the book. Time to pay the piper. You still Damn, owe them. You dude. won fifty. Ooh. That hurt. see, I'm here for you, <laughs> Boss Frog. Hey, Boss. Um, can we up the billable hours by about twenty percent? You got to find some people out of compliance, sir. Yeah, you know. <laughs> fucking Cole Beasley. You know, like. Uh, you can't get right tonight on the NFL. I think this is an easy bet tonight. Yeah. Lance Johnson, five foot putt. I'm seriously doubting Monty's handicap. I'm an eight handicap. And I, I switched back to my old putter. It didn't help. It's not the putter. Yeah. But actually, I, I you putted better with the Scotty, though, dude. I think I had seven, eight birdie putts. Yeah. And I think I probably made half of them. Yeah. The one I missed was never even in the vicinity. Yeah. Um, but on the back nine, I had three, four that I not from like the seventh to the 11 or 12th. I actually played really well. Had a really good sand. Dude, I had a oh, sand, the sand save. shot was incredible. I had a sand save and so, it was not a difficult putt and I missed it. So the bunker that he hits this ball into is at the front of the green and the pin on this particular hole is at the back of the green. My guy flies this thing probably 40 feet, lands it probably 10 feet past the pin, spins it right back, no problem, five feet away. Yeah, no, can't make it. Can't make it. Yeah. Jack Harlow, love this show. Thank you. Aaron Wilson, hello. Hello, Aaron. Tanner Plummer. LOL, yeah, we all know Jake is a terrible person. First it was him destroying the national parks. Now he's tearing into Salty's character. It's really despicable. Seriously. It's ridiculous. Tanner, relax, bro. Bro, you have turned in in tough guy. You're nerd of you're the nerd of the program. Well, uh, here we go. James dude, is on James, brand. James, James, I'm having dude. a listen. I'm having a shitty day. Who, who are we gonna attack now? <laughs> oh look, there's Tanner Plummer. Let's do this. I, I'll drop that motherfucker. Not true. I never said you couldn't do the Tanner voice. You did. 
You, when you you lay, went through a James Knight style time where you where threw you yourself were all on the, pissed off on the floor of the front runner. Yeah. The train here in Utah. Yeah. Tanner threw himself on the floor in the fetal position, screaming. Kind of an indicator. I hope uh, it won't come to that. Tanner is an Eagles fan. There will be no apologies until he apologizes for that. Well, Jack Harrington, Jim Harbaugh will be played by Bradley Cooper in the Michigan movie because it's coming. It's coming. What are you, Dion? Uh, Boyd Lake, did you give Tanner Plummer the little baby K treatment? No, I did not. Uh, Jesse, send Salty to a 12-step program. <laughs> Ooh, chill, chill, wow. chill, dude. Wow. Unbelievers. Um, Jack Harrington, read my comments, damn it. Read my comments, damn it. What? <clears throat> uh, the Christie, the Monty and Salty show. Well, it's nice knowing you, dude. You know. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Lee Jensen, a member Whoa. for ten. Okay, Lee. Oh, Lee. My comments get read at the same percentage as Josh Mitty's field goals. <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, way to pop in here, dude. It's personal to me. That makes it personal. Uh, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Okay. Love you. Has dude. James apologized? No, this James, not James Knight. This James. I will own it when my team <clears throat> is bad. Oak State was bad, but in Gundy's defense. Here we go. The Monstars stole the Cowboys' talent. Okay. I don't break the rules. Okay. Okay. Uh, salty drunk. I don't ever see you mocking cash cow boss, Monty. Well, cause he's actually, no, I'm not. Don't play his games, dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Social media. You know, boss frog. Ooh, I drive an EV. Mm. Idiot. It's about as, I don't know much. How am I going to mock him? I don't know shit about the guy. Yeah. The only thing I can ever mock boss about is the fact that he drives an electric Porsche when Porsche makes some of the best motors in the world. So if you're going to pay 100 G's for a car, maybe get a real Porsche, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm not talking about that. Boyd Lake, Cowherd just talks out his butt until people get pissed, until he confirms people are listening so he can then do some research to try to sound smart. That's his shtick. You is know what the really? real the real issue, though, for me, dude, is that when Cowherd was doing good shows, he actually filled a gap in the pro yes. programming talk sports, you know, window in the day. And, totally agree. And it's frustrating that you, you can go ahead and put him in the Skip Bayless nonsense category as one I don't watch anymore, and that sucks. Yeah, it's tough because there's just no way to – you just can't take him seriously. Yeah. there, There's no it's way – terrible. There's no way to do it. I mean, there really isn't, and it is – it's really frustrating that it gets to it gets to that and there's just no reason to get to that in my opinion like i i i just don't i don't know why you would uh buckedup.com presents hour number three of the monty show wow Whoa. wow um super stoked their creatine monohydrate at buckedup.com is just 22.99 and tomorrow you guys if you're a member of our uh instagram members only group you already know this um, tomorrow is 50% off day at buckedup.com black Friday. You have to have a link and Hey, listen, if you'd like a link, I am happy to give it to you. Um, you have to read, you have to have to register ahead of time, ahead of time. We get that right. Like you have to register ahead of time. You salty. I'm going to say it again. 
you have to register ahead of time. And I don't want to hear any nonsense about, oh, you guys don't, uh, you don't give us anything for folks outside of Utah. Well, here's the bucked up sale. And I'm telling you right now that it is the, it is easily the best sale I think that I have ever seen um, at bucked up. Uh, and it is, it is just, it's remarkable and you need to register for it. You need to register as I'm looking for the link now, uh, to give to you guys. But if you guys don't know, bucked up, bucked up.com, the best, the best supplements in the business. If you guys are workout people, if you're a pre-workout person, their pre-workouts are the, are absolutely the best in the business. And I would encourage you guys And I don't know how many other ways I can say it. I would encourage you guys to get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to save 20% off your purchase. Um, In the description below, there's a link to get six free buckshots. It is one of those things that is incredibly important that you guys get registered ahead of time. I'll put it in the chat once I find it. Um, which I'm not promising you that I will, uh, because (laughs) it was right here. I saved it and now I can't find it, but, um, you have to, uh, absolutely you guys get in on this because it's 50% all of their stuff. Um, so hook it up, buckedup.com. Um, use the promo code Monty to save 20% off at checkout. Let's switch gears. Talk a little NFL because I think there is a significant issue in the NFL with quality quarterback play jake does the nfl have a quarterback problem yeah you know there's it's going around the league right now people are starting to take notice that you know there's a lot more close games happening we're, we're in a situation where scoring is way down we're, we're playing 10-6 games we're playing you know 17-14 games we're not really playing you know 38-31 anymore 38-35 like there are much fewer prolific offenses than there once were. And I look around the league and you've got all these situations where, you know, whether it's the Jets, the Patriots, you know, you look at Will Levis in Tennessee, you know, a lot of people questioning Brock Purdy in San Francisco. Like there are a lot of these situations where people are questioning the quality of the quarterback. And hey, is this anemic offense on the quarterback or is it on the offensive line or is it a coordinator thing? Or like in San Diego, you know, you've got a stud of a quarterback, but is it the head coach or is it the off? Like, all these these sort of situations where we're trying to find reasons why the offense isn't producing, and it seems like the reasons are different for every one of these situations, but what they all share is that there's not enough quarterback talent in the NFL right now, and the problem is is that with the way the NFL schedule works on a weekly basis, the starter's going to get all the reps during the week. So, so your backups, the guys who need the reps and need the development to get better, are not seeing those first-team reps. You're not getting the lion's share of the practice. And so what we have is, hey, the starter is getting all the reps. They're developing. They're continuing to sharpen their game. But these other guys are sitting on the bench waiting for their opportunity. And so the league is suffering, scoring his way down, like I was saying. So I absolutely think the NFL has a quarterback problem. And I absolutely think guys like Bill Belichick uh, are, are going to pay the price for it after the season because – these offenses cannot continue to be anemic. Like with the Jets, why are you still hanging out with Zach Wilson? Why have we not seen another option? Why are we so married to a guy who clearly just isn't ready? That's a question. In Patriot land, Mac Jones, hey, he was halfway decent his rookie year, 
but he hasn't been the same guy since. Is that a coordinator issue or is that a Mac Jones issue? So that's what I'm saying. You look around the NFL and there are a, a, a ton of situations that I'm not sure are repairable in their in their current setup. Either the coordinator or the head coach needs to change or the quarterback needs to just move his ass along. And that's why I say I think the quarterback has, uh, or the NFL has a big-time quarterback problem. Yeah, I would agree. And I think when you look at the, it's the quality of the, it's the quality of play. That's the problem that I have. And I think you look at some of the numbers and certainly when you look at guys like, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you're not talking about quality play. I'm talking about the depth. I think the Mac Jones meltdown on the sideline yesterday was exactly what we're talking about. And if you look at the worst teams in the NFL right now, uh, the Denver Broncos have one of the lowest performing quarterbacks in Russell Wilson. Um, you look at the Tennessee Titans. They don't have a quarterback, whether it's Levis or Tannehill. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, rookie quarterback, out for the year, already down. The list is endless, right? You look at the Cincinnati Bengals on the flip side of that. Joe Burrow out, not the same guy, struggled at the beginning of the year. And now all of a sudden, um, you look at the fact that Cincinnati somehow, someway yesterday lost to the Texans. Oh, wait, how'd they lose to the Texans? C.J. Stroud is an MVP candidate in the National Football League. And it sounds outrageous initially, but he's got just as good a numbers as anybody else in the league. His, he's an his, MVP candidate. There's no question about it. And and I am I I feel odd saying this, but I almost feel like with the way the conversation was happening during the draft this year, see, a lot of people were like, oh, this guy can't pass mental fortitude tests and can't do all this pre-draft crap that all these prospects have to go through. And CJ Stroud is just sitting out here saying, I'm not a test taker, I'm a football player. I play football. And now what has he done? He's backed it up. And by the way, I'd like to point out all the great organizations in the league, what do they have in common? Two things. Your head coach and your quarterback are on the same page, both contractually and in the day-to-day. -day. Yes. And then additionally, your organization spends money to support those two guys. So C.J. Stroud's just coming in here on his rookie deal and performing. And I have to say, I think he's the steal of the draft because I thought Bryce Young would be a hell of a lot better than he's been, and he's not been very good. Injuries aside, when he's had his chance, he's been nowhere near what C.J. has been. Before that game, Cincinnati won five of six. And it was because Joe Burrow was back to being Joe Burrow. So I absolutely think we are struggling through one of the worst quarterback runs that we have ever seen in the NFL. And I don't, I don't know how you fix it because the other thing that not a lot of people are talking about, participation among youth football leagues is as low as it's ever been. And so at what point does Zach Wilson become the norm? And at what point does Joe Burrow become the oddity? Does, you know, you look at the C.J. Strouds, you look at the, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, is Josh Allen an elite quarterback? Not right now, he's not. But is Justin Herbert? Yeah, I think I'd rather have Justin Herbert. And he's doing it with no offensive line and no running back talent to speak of. But Keenan Allen's playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Right now, I just we, the, you look at the Chicago Bears, you look at the look at Josh Dobbs in Minnesota. I mean, it's just an odd year, in my opinion. Uh, all right, let's see. Ryan Willie for five dollars. Fox must be worried about the scandal. All the talking heads are crying foul. Everybody at Fox, I would agree with that. Not everybody. Most of the on-air talent at Fox has said that the suspension is unjust. 
yet ESPN's all over it. Mm-hmm. So who's got their stake in the Big Ten? Yeah, that'd be Fox and not ESPN. I think it's an interesting point. Um, <laughs> Connor's HOA president is the newest. <laughs> <laughs> For, oh, that's I, dude, amazing. I've been waiting that's for amazing. account names like Connor Stallion's Burner or, or or you know, Connor Stallion's Sign-Stealing Network. You know, like these crazy-ass Connor Stallion's names. Finally, we get one. Finally. Welcome. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to me that you guys are so amazing. And I appreciate that. Um, let's see. Uh, Drake Stoops. To the Houston Texans. Drake Stoop is going to be a really good slot receiver, I think. Yeah, maybe he could learn how to run a proper out route. Troy Harper. Uh, C.J. Stroud showing Ohio love after the game. Yeah, he did. With the mm-hmm. yeah, he, he did, and he, he balled out. Uh, Connor's HOA prize. Mike, uh, Mike, I only hate refurbished vacuums. <laughs> exactly right. Dude, please live up to it. I appreciate you so much, man. Elaine Tran, C.J. Stroud, Rookie of the Year and MVP. I think he's a legitimate MVP candidate. He is, I mean, I mean, he's got the rookie of the year on lock, right? We all agree on that. It, like, who it's else over. would it even be? I don't even, I like, I don't even know that there's another candidate. James says the only QB problem is the team's drafting the flashy guy when Brock Purdy is playing well and he was drafted four rounds too late. Well, I think the jury's out on Brock Purdy. I'll be honest with you. I look at that San Francisco defense, Joey Boza and Chase Young. Mm hmm. Mrs. Monty and I were watching that game yesterday. Those guys were wrecking humanity. I'm for real. Chase Young looks fired up to be back with his the Ohio State teammate. And I think it's remarkable. Well, I mean, think about the opportunity that Chase has been given here. I mean, the first time in dude's career that he's actually playing for something. And he looks healthy and he looks viable and he looks, he's a dog, dude. He is absolutely, I, I agree with that 100%. Boyd Lake, the SEO king of America. It's hard to play quarterback at any level. When a new QB hits a seam many times, he will be great for a year, and then DCs have to keep enough tape to uh, take away their strengths. Then they they have to develop. It's tough to watch Zach Wilson right now. Yeah. He is the reason they lost another game. I, I don't even know how you argue that. And I'm not saying he was terrible, but again, what did he do? Games on the line? Yeah, throw an interception. Games on the line? Pat the football in the pocket. What could go wrong? Like he's just not, he's just not that guy. Mike Smith, sometimes when you have simplified offenses in college, it hurts that young QB's Absolutely. development. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Kapazel, Zachy Wilson is legit. If the Jets could get him an offensive line worth a damn, we don't, we'll never know because they're not going to do that. You wouldn't be here if you had an offensive line worth a damn. But yet again, what did I just say? Yeah. You're going to go out and get a Lamborghini and then you're not going to put gas in it. So totally what does he agree. do? Tears his Achilles. Allegedly. Yeah. Did you guys hear this story? There is a belief out there, a conspiracy theory. Infowars.com. That Aaron Mm -hmm. did not tear his Achilles tendon. That it's a stunt and Mm -hmm. the healing is miraculous. That bottle he dropped on the field last week. How about that little stunt? Aaron Rodgers saw a friend of his, and this was his account on the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Rodgers saw a friend of his who was like, hey, Aaron. And it he says he has an English accent. He went over there. 
hugs the guy and they did they bro hugged stay hard and you know they they booty padded and stuff and aaron turns around and he says there was a bottle of tequila waiting for him that he gets every year from another friend picked it up spilled the tequila all over the field only problem is it didn't look like tequila yeah i've been immunized now they ain't a chance in hell that that was a bong full of ayahuasca which is what people say it was no it was not i don't know what it was and I'm hoping it was tequila, mm-hmm. but whatever. I don't care. But I believe he tore his Achilles. Did he tear it completely? I don't know. He had an Achilles injury. Is this the most miraculous Achilles recovery that any human being has ever partaken in? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. In fact, it is. It is the most ridiculous comeback. Where is A.A. Ron right now? That I've ever seen. So my guess is Aaron didn't have a complete tear. Um, Well, in this treatment that he got was like world-renowned and new technology. And that's all fine and dandy, dude. I'm not sitting here wishing for the guy to be on the injured list any longer than he needs to be. But what bothers me about the whole situation is is that Aaron is infamous for playing the marketing, you know, change the narrative game, you know? Whether it's the, yeah, hey, Aaron, did you get a vaccine? Yeah, I've been immunized. Like trying to trick the media. you know. But like, he says he's coming back in mid-December. Yeah, whatever, dude. I'll believe it when I see it, bro. I'll believe it when I see it. October. Three and a half months. Yeah, four months. I'll believe it when I see it. If he comes back, he did not tear his Achilles. I don't give a crap's butthole what anybody says. That's yeah. not a thing. Big Daddy Magic, the official ambassador oh. of the Monty Show. Now, you want to complain about somebody? Here we go. The way. He now is meeting all these famous people. Does he get them to do a shout out for the Monty Show? Nope. He's the official Monty Show ambassador. Am I? He he saw Pat McAfee when he was in Salt Lake. Did he say, "Hey, Pat, can you give me a shout out for Monty?" No, nope. no, he didn't. How no, he dare did not. you? No, he did not. Watching you, sir. Anyway, uh, Buffalo doesn't have a quarterback problem. They have. Uh, Josh Allen, the greatest quarterback in the game today. Okay. I mean, listen, I I can't stop you from using marijuana medicinal. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do it when you make comments because he's not the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't know. I don't even know that he's – is he top five quarterbacks in the NFL? If If we say – if we say who's the best quarterback in the NFL right now, you well, already know the answer. Yeah, Sam Howell, who leads the NFL in passing yards. I'm unfamiliar with it. Uh, actually, no. Uh, if we go, what if we go QBR? If we go QBR, ah, Josh Allen's not there. It's Brock Purdy. What about rating? No, Brock Purdy, number one, two attacked by your mama is number two. I'm for real. Dak, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, CJ. Oh, there's Josh Allen down at number seven. Mm. Where do, do you, I put him probably in the top five. I mean, Patty, I think you have to look at Jalen Hurts. I think you have to look at, well, Patrick Mahomes, number one by far. Uh, I just think the guy in the clutch is clutch. There's nothing to even talk about. Yeah. Um, but if I look at if I look at interceptions right now of guys who have played, I mean Patrick Mahomes has 17 and 8. I mean, Mac Jones is terrible. 
but he's still Bro, better okay. than Josh Allen. Real quick. No, I'm kidding. Five minutes on this. Is the hoodie being fired after the season? Because there's no way in hell you're, you're doing it in the season. You're not firing him during dude. the season. You're not firing him during wait, the season. Wait, you Jamoke. What? Is Josh Allen a top five quarterback in the NFL? No, he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He's not a top five quarterback right now. It's 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 Patty, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Um, You know, I, honestly, C.J. Stroud got to be there right i mean i know he's right a rookie now. but he's playing his ass off and he deserves to be where there. is brock anyway well i have a lot of questions about brock purdy right now he's got gaudy numbers yeah stat sheet says he's top five but but in the clutch like when you need him to make a play i'm not sure i'm not sure i think he's still got some proving to do there yeah but I'm he not... can he can run that offense all day like when you know to a tag of iloa or to a tongue of iloa or josh allen um probably josh Probably Josh. Jared Goff or Josh Allen? Jared Goff right now. Yeah. Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen? Mm. Fuck off. You get, you're hesitating. Lamar's been further, hasn't he? Stop. Josh Allen. I we know Lamar's who, been in the AFC well, championship. We saw game, who is he Lamar. Not? Well, we saw who Lamar was yesterday. Yeah, but who has Josh been? You're a Lamar hater, dude. You always have been. And yeah. I'm not saying that he's a top five guy, but we're sitting here talking about how good Josh is right now, and he's not been very good. And I'm a Josh Allen supporter. If you look at Trevor Lawrence or Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Trevor Lawrence or CJ Stroud. Uh probably CJ. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert. Herbert. Really? Yeah. I thought you were gonna find No, him. Herbert, Herbert's a more talented quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. Hurts or Allen? Uh Hurts. Purdy or Allen? Hmm. See, that's a close one. Purdy's been in the Super Bowl, dude. Dak or Josh Allen? Uh, Dak. Really? Yeah, I think he got I well, I think he got it, but okay, but again, by the same measuring stick, Josh has been further. That's what I'm saying. What are we talking about? Right I mean, now. I don't I, I, I don't do the like, further thing. I do if you had to have a quarterback right now, Dak Prescott for four oh four and four touchdowns, it was the Giants. We get it. He was unbelievable. Still had to make plays, dude. He and he's been he's been pretty good. Problem is that Dak Prescott will step out at the three yard line or whatever it was. God. Josh Allen or there's God, the NFC just does not have quarterbacks. I mean, I, there's nobody I would fight for. I mean, Derek Carr, no, no, no. I, I mean, it's Dak Purdy. Or hurts. I mean, now the AFC, I think is top heavy. Obviously, with Patty Ice, I don't know. See, this I, is the point. The NFL's got a quarterback problem. I think he's top ten. I don't think he's top five. Agreed. I could be wrong. Uh, let's see. Elaine Tran. I like Brock Purdy. Is I I think I like Brock Purdy. He's awesome. Troy Harper. I I hope so. Elaine Tran. Okay. Okay. Uh, Boss Frog, I loaded up two kegs for the tailgate I hosted this weekend. Let's Atta go. Boy. Atta boy. Uh, Tanner Plummer, my guy Carson Wentz will ball out for the Rams. Uh, yeah, how about the Rams signing? Signing. I think it's a solid backup. Plan. Yeah, Carson Wentz is finally in the position he was born for. Yeah, it's a solid backup. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Tubbs, how many Super Bowls does Josh Allen have? Oh, wait, that's right. And he's been the reason they haven't gone to the Super Bowl. Yep. Right. Yep. My weed says that Jackson is the best. Okay. Nice, dude. Okay. You know, 
Uh, Deleric, Monty, I think Daddy Magic is using crack with that statement. Nah, he's good, dude. No crack. Crack kills. Sexual okay, is a hell of a drug. Sexual healings. Okay. Uh, Aaron Wilson, tagged by your mama. Yeah, Tua, tagged by your mama. You know. All right. Uh, Douglas Snyder, rule 32-2-2, says the Big Ten needs to work with the NCAA investigation. No, it does not say that. No, it does not. It doesn't say that. Dude. It absolutely does not say that. Uh, we've talked about that exact rule on this show. Patrick Mahomes got to respect him. I, is there any doubt that he is the best? No. Hands down. Clear cut, number one quarterback in the league. No question about it. The only question is how much of a price discount is he going to take so his team can be good around him? I think it is. I think it's very, I think it's very interesting. I think if you... You know, I I don't think I think these are such opinion-based arguments, but I don't know. I think the NFL has a huge quarterback problem. That's just I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has unbelievable talent and has. And if you put a lot of quarterbacks in that system, man. Uh Boss Frog, we're not calling this game the blue bonnet battle. It's the revivalry. Okay. Okay, sir. Okay. I like it. Uh, let's go. Uh, Eric Wasikowski, Jared Goff, MVP. Okay. He's had a great run. He's absolutely had a great run. No doubt. Uh, phenomenal Hebrew. I'm surprised you all didn't mention Kirk Cousins. Well, he's out for the year. He the actually way, tore his Achilles. Who's Kirk Cousins? You mean Kirk? Yeah, I, I don't know who Kirk You're, Cousins don't is. Don't be a red ass. Don't be a red ass. <laughs> Dakota Tubbs Mahomes has already said that he's made all that money he needs to he's going to be a ring chaser he wants the Brady legacy and I love that about I him I love it uh John Dry Dak or Watson Dak come on Dak that's not Watson. even a that's not even a comparison stop trolling uh AAR Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott Jalen Hurts he's an MVP caliber quarterback uh Johnny Gonzalez you mean Kirk Cobain exactly <laughs> Kirk Kirk, <laughs> Jeff Woodworth, Kurt, Kurt Cousins is Dan Landing's quarterback. <laughs> Again, to a tag of your mama. Uh, James Mahomes can take a pay cut because he's going to make tons of money with his Whataburger restaurants that he owns in Kansas City. God bless him. Fat. Did you guys hear that Wendy's is the worst oh. fast food restaurant for you? Man, I love a Dave's, Dave's double, double too, dude. dude. Uh, hope Kyle can look as good as he did or better after last week. Kyle. Not sure who you're referencing, sir. Uh, John Dry. Phil Anselmo is better than Kurt Cobain. Could be. I mean, you know. Okay. You know how we playing. Nice, dude. You know. All right. You know. Um. 32.2.2, the NCAA initiated cases, which... This is not. <laughs> it's amazing to me. Keep trying, dude. It's amazing to me that people don't understand that the NCAA notified... I'm not even going to get into it. I, I just... Michigan fan wants to fight and fight and fight, and there is no fight and fight and fight. They're, they're, again, I'm just asking you, Michigan fan, why are you fighting for Jim Harbaugh? 
he's going to be gone potentially six games, half the season. And you're going to go 6-0 and in those games. And he's got three major investigations and he's admitted to level one and level two violations. What are um, you fighting for? What are you fighting for? Asking for a friend. What are you fighting for? I don't know either. Don't know either. I would love to know, but I, I don't know what you're fighting for. And I'm trying to understand it. And you look at the 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 things that Jim said, like this America's team coming is amazing. The perseverance, you know, and then the just the stalwartness of these guys. I mean, yeah, Watson, I would have to say, I mean, everybody. It's got to be America's team. It's got to be America's team. You know, America, America loves a team that, that uh, you know, beats the odds, beats the adversity, you know, overcomes with the naysayers and, you know, critics, so-called experts think. Um, that's my favorite kind of team. And, yeah, watching it from – from that view on the television, I, it was finally people get to see what I see every day. Okay, so people get to see what you see every day. You're undefeated and nobody's been watching you? Finally, finally, people get to see what I see. Well, play somebody of note. I know, crazy. Two, does that mean people haven't been watching your games all year? Three, what do you mean the perseverance? They're dealing with the shit that you self-inflicted on your program. Well, like they're dealing with adversity that you brought to bear. It's your, you, your program has not denied the sign-stealing allegations. You have not denied the sign-stealing op op operation. Not once. You're the one who brought this to your doorstep, sir. You're not a victim, but yet you go on with stuff like this. And I'm amazed by it. And Michigan fan just takes it hook, line, and sinker, man. I, I, I can't even. Come on, man. Come on. You're not America's team. Knock it off. Just. And Michigan fan, be better. You deserve better. Like, go demand better. You but know what you I won't. mean? You won't. Because, again, and I think you've made this point several times. This is precisely why Michigan hired Jim. Jim's a Michigan man. Jim is everyone's All-American. Jim is superhero at Michigan. Jim is somebody that, you know, people are going to die on the hill for, dude. People, no way, no way any of the Michigan alum at ESPN would ever criticize Jim. And again, it's incredible to me. And I respect the hell out of Charles Woodson. The idea that a man of his ability and character and integrity would be buying this due process crap is, is just so telling about how far their heads are in the sand, man. I'm not even a Michigan hater. I don't really even care all that much not about Michigan. All. You know why I don't have to care about Michigan? Because you haven't won anything. That's the problem here, Michigan fan. You're dying on the hill for someone who hasn't performed. Yet here we go, back and forth, round and round. It was Ryan Day. Now the rules aren't the rules. Like, no way Jim knew. Doesn't matter if he knew, Michigan fan. Like, dude, you, you're not going to poke holes in this thing. It's ironclad. It's over. Yeah, it is over. I, I, I am amazed by it. And I'm just amazed that 
you get you you get all of this like you know he's full of crap and you're just like yeah dude it's amazing oh, oh my god jim harbaugh captain america he's our hero wow that'd be america's team uh boyd lake wendy's chocolate frosty mm. dip the fries in it uh johnny gonzalez i have chris cornell overall oh chris cornell I what saw a him. savage he was dude i hate that he killed himself yeah um sir bob lob laws woody hayes framed harbaugh oh, from the grave yeah from the grave yeah. james the argument about harbaugh will be pointless once michigan loses to ohio state the buckeyes will win the big 10 and go to the playoff we'll see we shall see capazzo michigan fans are fighting for the spotlight no matter if it's positive or negative i would agree with that um dakota tubbs america's team wouldn't need to cheat if they had more rocket pop buckshot and That'd be america's and, team and again I, I you know here we are yeah it's an incredible take dude here we are if you're in the uh members only group i will put the promo code in the group tomorrow morning and probably right around midnight tonight when i get it and by the way i do want to shout out we did just get another members only content member uh, really? that DM'd me. I don't know if he's shown himself, but Grad Slack is his YouTube name. Grad Slack. Yeah. I, I am going to guess that that's Connor Connor's HOA. Oh, that may be him. Okay. That I am, that could, I am that going to him. guess. Um, you guys, make sure you hit the like button if you have not already. Uh, we really appreciate when you guys do that. It uh, helps the channel grow. Uh, we're at 7,000 views, and we only have 239 likes, so please... Uh, Hit that button, yo. Hey, y'all. Let's let's get the hookup as I look to see. Um, no, that is not. Huh. I don't know what is. I don't know what is. I don't know who that is. Okay, cool, man. When did he join? Today? Yeah, he DM'd me today about uh, 40 minutes ago. Yeah, no, I... I uh, okay. We'll have to double check that one, Jake. Now we'll have to verify and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to verify. Yeah, kind of like the FBI does with Jim Harbaugh. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, stop. Stop. Um, let's see. Eric Wasikowski, Jared Goff for MVP, and America's team would be the Detroit Lions. Again, I understand that, you know, nope. Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Nope. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, America's team, make Michigan good again. See what he what he did there. Uh, David Cook, no, Jim. America wants you to lose multiple times. Uh, LB Seminole, Jim Harbaugh on the mic is as prepared as Michael Scott in front of everyone in the office. Hundred percent. Oh, there, there's, there's, there's just no doubt about it. Like when he said that he found out on social media. Just somebody showed me their phone. So via social media or the Big Ten contacted you? Uh, via social media, like. Uh... Yeah, your social media. Did you expect to hear from the Big Ten, though? I mean, did that catch you off guard that you're reading about it on social media? Uh, Ward, Ward was pretty pretty upset. He was on the plane, too, um, and he was pretty upset that he, he heard it through social media and not through, through the office. So the question was... Were you caught off guard? Not, hey, is Ward upset? You're AD. Because as we reported exclusively on the show Friday, Michigan had been speaking to both the NCAA and the Big Ten all day Thursday and all day Friday. And Michigan gave the NCAA permission to talk with and interact with the Big Ten and release information to them. We were told that 
it was clear Friday morning the Big Ten communicated a suspension was coming up. What length was to be determined? Michigan knew Jim was not going to be eligible for the Penn State game. That's why they had such a ferocious reply ready to go moments after the suspension was announced. And it's why they were able to so quickly try and file a, a temporary restraining order, which had to be bounced to the judge who was on duty. And eventually, again, I will say, eventually, there was a hearing scheduled for this coming Friday. He knew he was getting suspended. He knew it. They, like, it's just such BS. Like, that's what bothers me so much. Yes. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, I've heard they call Alabama the Crimson Tide, but they call me Deacon Blues. Okay. Okay. All right, cool, man. And, and wait, wait, by the way, hey, hang on a minute. When are you mother effers going to apologize to me about Jalen Milrow? Where are you? Where are you? Huh? When are you going to apologize to me for Jalen Milrow? Like, I I sat on this very program right. and talked about how much I believed in Jalen Milrow. Mommy, hey, look, fat ass. He got benched. You're terrible. You don't know anything. Name me a better QB in the SEC right now. Q Janus. Yeah, I think he's in the ACC. Um, name me a better quarterback in the SEC. I need a dick. Nope. <laughs> Definitely in the Big Ten. I'm just telling you, Jalen Milrow is already the best quarterback in the SEC. I personally would like an apology. And you jerks need to apologize and just recognize not only my amazing good looks, but my talent for analyzing football. Donovan McNabb throws up in his face mask. <laughs> as I told you, he did. Till one of us passes the fuck out. And it was you, Donovan, and not Terrell Owens. Right. And Jalen Milrow is the best quarterback in the SEC already. It's my quarterback. I mean, I'm sitting here waiting for the apology. I, um, wait, let me let me recheck. Okay. Yeah, see. you want to go ahead and refresh it there, uh, sir? Well, let's talk about. It. See, I'm a good and, listener. And you guys, of course, did not disappoint because you just put the hook right in your mouth. <laughs> oh, look, Jaden Daniels is better. Yeah, the problem is he's not durable, and he's about a hundred pounds, and he gets thrown around like a wet sock. Are his numbers off the chart? Yes has a better offensive line, has superior wide receivers. Yet Jalen Milrow, who throws a better, better deep ball? Oh, that's right, Jalen Milrow. Boom, God! And I'm just, I'm asking for a friend now. This is, I, I want you to know I'm asking for a friend. How did the matchup head-to-head -head go? Um, um, um. Not good. You know. Yeah, I think Jalen left with a broken nether region area. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. And I mean that's painful. I I, I can empathize, I guess. I think that's HIPAA. I would not be so certain to say, oh, Jalen Milrow, he's he's no Jade McDaniels, but he'll do. <laughs> so if we look, honest and, and it honest, I love the honest engine. If we look, 
Honest engine. That's a saying from my childhood. Okay. Uh, if we look, how much better is, is Jade McDaniels? Numbers-wise, he's superior. His statistics are absolutely outstanding. But if we look at Jalen Milrow uh, and the fact that he's only played, you know, 10 games, everybody else has, or nine games, everybody else has played 10. He certainly, in my opinion, already caught guys like Spencer Rattler, who throws underneath every chance he gets. Um, Mertz, same thing. Milton at Tennessee. I think the only argument is Jalen Milrow. And I, McDan uh, I, I will just say Jaden Daniels numbers are ridiculous, mm -hmm. right? Three, 3,164 uh, yards, 30 touchdowns and four interceptions for Daniels. Who, why did he transfer away from Herm Edwards? Oh, that's right. They fired Ray Anderson um, today. Um, um, but my point is no. And yes, he got fired. My point is I agree that Jaden Daniels statistics are far and away better. I think I would have a hard time taking Jaden Daniels over Milrow. Yeah, I think the difference is, is that Milrow is going to play, you know, in the games that matter, you know, meaning, hey, yeah, cool. Jaden can throw up all those numbers, but Bama's going to be there and LSU is not. And I look at, if you look at LSU's offense, because let's just look at their offense. You look at the fact that Jaden Daniels is their leading rusher by a lot, not close. And he's got Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. I don't know that that Alabama has a, a wide receiver, certainly not upper class, that is the the likes of Malik Neighbors. Well, and the difference is, is Alabama, you, you can't name one wide receiver worth a damn on that in that room. At least LSU has people to work with. And I think that they're getting better. And next year, I think Alabama's wide, wide receivers will be, and we've talked about this. I think next year, they're, you look at guys like Bond, um, and I look at Isaiah Bond, and I say, okay, he's he's a sophomore. This is his first real playing time. But you look at somebody like probably their best receiver is Jermaine Burton. Senior, and what does it tell you? He he's not he's good. He's not great. He's not elite. Certainly, he certainly. And I also say systematically, systematically, that's a run first team. And now with Jalen, they're a big play team because I think he averages ten point eight yards per attempt. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying. Look, I like Daniels. I I do. And we'll we could have this this argument. I the only knock that you have on on. Jalen Milrow is, he does not complete as passes at a high enough clip yet. Yeah. Daniels is at 71%. Milrow's at 65%. He, you got to be a 70% passer. Yes. Have to be. I would take Jalen Milrow over, over Jaden Daniels, I think probably every time. Well, and I, and I think completion percentage might be the best example of your point. Like Graham Mertz leads the SEC in completion percentage, but they're terrible. Yeah. They're awful. As we saw over the weekend. Carson Beck, second at 72%. Then you've got Jaden Daniels. Then you've got some guys and then Jalen Milrow. So he's got to step up to 70%. I look at Carson Beck and I you got to look at that offense. Man, you got to look at that offense. You have to look at the way that 
They do not throw the ball all over the field. They do not. They're an underneath team. I guarantee you yards per attempt is under 10 yards, probably under nine yards. He's right around nine yards, I would guess. They're an underneath team. And I think it, it should be yards to reception. So yards to target. That's a very telling stat. Mm-hmm. And they're an underneath team. And when you have a, a a tight end, the caliber of Georgia's tight end, you're going to do that. Who, by the way, Brock Bowers was back. Did anybody see that? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think it's a great argument. I'm really, I, I think Jaden Daniels is just so injury prone and takes so many big hits because he wants to run so much. Yeah. It's terrifying. Uh, let's see. Rick G, shout out to my UCF Knights for the game on Saturday. How about that? Yeah, nice win. Woo! Nice win. Maury Alvarez, a member of the show for 10 months. Harbaugh's so full of it, he talks out his butt. He really does, though. He does. He does. Uh, OG Gary, if you give us a decent defense, that's a natty guaranteed. Well, yeah, well. Nobody gives anything in college football, and welcome to the Brian Kelly days. Welcome to now. I'm not saying that Notre Dame's better without Brian Kelly based on Marcus Freeman, but we're not worse. Notre Dame, our mother. And that's pretty telling. Jaden Daniels, 11.5 yards of pass. Jalen, you know, <laughs> all the things we said. Yeah. Jalen Milrow's upside is exponentially higher than Jaden Daniels. Agreed. Exponentially higher. Uh, Jeff Woodworth. Nobody hates a USCD minus fence. There you go. <laughs> right. Do you really think? No. There's no way Lincoln's leaving USC. No way. No way. Not dude. after the. Not he, for he's A&M, been a failure. Dude. Not for AM. He's been a failure. Uh, OG Gary, 0% of the time am I taking Milrow over Jaden. Have you seen Milrow play? If you've seen Milrow play, and, you, and I'm guessing. Most people will go back to the LSU game because I think it's one of one of their best wins of the season. And that was 15 to 23, 219 yards, 42 yard long, and he got sacked twice. That's the other thing I think people don't want to talk about. Do you do you guys guess it how many just put a number in your head? How many times do you think Jalen Milrow's been sacked? Just put a number in your head. 30. 32. God damn, 32. Yeah, look, I, you know, OG Gary's an LSU guy, so probably not, you know, with all due respect, dude, you're probably not having a. I think that if you look at, if you look at their, I, I mean, it's not even close, you guys. I mean, LSU's offensive line is is far better, far better. And, and again, Jaden Daniels is far more experienced. Far more experience. Yeah, that's the other thing I think that LSU fan can't get away from is that Jalen Milrose in a developmental season contending with your boy. Trying like, to figure out if he like if he was a starter or not. And he's been sacked 12 more times. And hey, maybe, are you maybe serious? let's let's just be generous. Let's be generous. Say half of those are on him. Half. Half. At most. So if half of those are on him, okay, cool. But there's no denying he's got a garbage offensive line. Sabinator himself says they have a garbage offensive line. Like it, it look. It man. is the it is it might be the worst offensive line in his in the last decade. I think at this is the worst team Nick Saban's had in to your what you just said in the in the in his time at Alabama. This and I think he's done a team. great job coaching. Yeah, I think he's done a great job coaching. I I truly do. 
Uh, Jeff Woodward, Bears getting the hoodie. No, they're not. Stop. That, it, yeah, I, we're not making any changes. The only thing I ask the stupid, terrible, awful ownership of the Bears is not to hire Jim Harbaugh. It's the only thing I ask. Why? The Cubs hired Craig Council. What's the difference? Why? Why bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Do you see what I'm I'm being? I, this is what I deal with as a Chicago sports fan. We have a more than adequate manager already. And we hire our rivals <clears throat> in Milwaukee. We hire their manager away. Mm -hmm. What sense does that make? Johnny Gonzalez, if Milro wins Natty his next year NIL deal, he'll change his name to Milho. Very good opportunity to do that. You a hoe. Uh, fair. I'm being biased. He's my guy. There you go. That's right. Love you, Gary. Uh, Connor's HOA press, James Franklin, big game play calling and big games is an exciting as, uh, geriatric strip joints. He is not a good, because it's coach. garbage. Not at all. Yeah. Talk about a program that needs to move along. Damn serious. All right. There you go. The Monty show as always presented by our good friends at the advocates, the advocates.com hit them up on, uh, Venmo advocates donations. You guys are trying to raise money. Uh, for Thanksgiving families. A lot of people can't afford Thanksgiving dinner, man. Let's hook them up. Advocates, donations, the best injury attorneys in the business, theadvocates.com. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.